there it is there it is how is everyone doing uh, i'm excited to be here i i have returned from the uh most magical place on the earth the earth um so it's good. It, it's sheboygan <laughs> yes uh thank you first of all for listening to this this podcast you you are you're the reason we keep doing it the proverbial you whoever you are um <laughs> this is weekly games chat uh of course you're listening to it we come out every wednesday on your favorite place for podcasts my name is sean and if you're new to the show or old to the show let me tell you what happens next i introduce more people because that's how we roll i refer to this next gentleman as I got to really adjust this. The better half or better fraction or better part of the show. Mm. And the schmugness that I love about him is shining through right now. He is adorable, clean shaven, button up. Ladies and gentlemen, John. John, how you doing, sir? I'm great. I'm proverbial. I'm all these things. <laughs> I'm getting ready to hear your voice, which I haven't heard in a week. And I... Oh God, he's lost it. He's lost it. Uh, up next, of course, uh, batting third. That's a good spot if you're in baseball. Cal Ripken. Uh, he he, of course would reference Cal Ripken. He's a big Baltimore Oriole fan. Uh, you guys know him. He's Chris. He's been a ghost. He's been more than that before. He's a friend. How you doing, Chris? What day is it? Oh, oh no, he has been lost. Uh, he has been a punk of cyberness. Wake up, he Samurai. Is a, he is in the future. <laughs> uh, but I don't stop the uh, introduction train there today. We Ooh. keep on chugging along. We have a guy that I met uh, via Chris. He is Chris's dear friend. He has become one of my dear friends. I love this fellow to death, and he is a man who has knowledge on things that we will talk about today. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the show what appearance is it now chris is it his third or fourth maybe third? It's third yeah it's third time friend of the show friend to us all josh how you doing sir good to see you hi welcome i'm glad to be here thank you the uh, proverbial <laughs> friend of the show well you know i sometimes I, I i'm around people john if i say you know like you need to proverbial you, people yeah and and the you the universal you you know uh Sometimes I don't say it right. I'm dumb, so it is what it is. But Proverbial yeah. dumb. I just thought about and, this, like, from what you said before. You, yeah. I gave you Josh. You gave me Mike. I just want you to think <laughs> about that. This is this is more than true, and I've never. It's you just you just did one of those things where you know it right, yeah. but until you say it out loud, it doesn't mm-hmm. hit you. And I, I'm sorry. Good Lord. <laughs> let's, let's be Mike. M- poor Mike. I, Mike doesn't deserve this. He, uh, he and, and to be fair, does. the one that I was more suspect <laughs> on my friends, John, before, cause I knew John before you knew John, I tried to keep that from happening because I was just like, this is going to ruin my reputation. I gave him Josh. This is, you know, yeah. it's all downhill yeah. from there. And then I was like, I'm just going to lie to both of these guys and tell them the other person hates them. Like for so no he reason, he admits <laughs> he does it. Well, I used to. Uh, I don't know if I've ever disclosed this uh, to you or the show, but I think I have. In the apartment when you guys lived, I would walk past that that room that was Ryan's. Yeah, and uh, I'd I'd go in your room. The door would be open, 
And you used to have the coolest, coziest looking room. You had your bookshelf with your books. You know, your bed was made. Things you had a leather chair in there, I think. Some cigars. You you know, I miss you were that, that you were that you were that guy, you know. You were like, this guy's a grown up, you know. He is what is happening in my house? I have to get that under control. And then there were two children down the hall. <laughs> yeah, there were two man childs in the other two rooms. Man. Um but you had yeah. to go, you had to go you had to walk through the funk. Yeah. Literal at times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good times. But yeah, it, I love I love this. I love this uh when we go back down memory lane. I love when we have, you know, friends like Josh on the show. It it kind of excites me a little bit and I can't stand up right now, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, boys, I gotta tell you, I survived Disney World uh, a couple thousand dollars later and hopefully COVID free. Here I am. I gotta tell you. Uh, b- before I went, I was told that it uh, it's different, but they still manage to make it Disney. Uh, and what that means is they have people dedicated to make sure that you wear your mask properly. You, of course, get your temperature checked anytime you enter a park. They will turn you away if you have a fever. They will ask you to leave if you don't wear your mask properly after they ask you to. Uh, the lines are all six feet apart in the queues. Uh, stores don't open. Food places are closed because certain food places were known to, I guess, have people congregate, you know, in big bunches. So they managed to keep it safe, but still the show, you know, the show is what it is. Uh, the parades are slimmed down to just kind of like one thing at a time. We got to see Santa a few times, so that was cool. But I got to say, John, I think you went... I think you were the first person I knew that went to, correct me if I'm wrong, to Galaxy's Edge. Is that right? No, we, and actually, no, we were, we, we got there. We did this a year before. Oh, that's right. But you did, because you brought me the hat back. Mm -hmm. And I, um, oh, dude. What'd you bring me? (laughs) (laughs) Check it out, John. He brought you salutations. (laughs) What I brought you was this. It's a ticket stub. I've <laughs> I've flown the Millennium Falcon. Why does Chris look the way he looks? It looks like he got something. Did it Chris like, get something? I don't what know. You what did you get Chris something? Did you get I, Chris something? I did not. I haven't. Okay. Chris won't let me near him. He's afraid of the Rona. I can't go near Chris. My child there. is staring at me. It's fine. He's he's awesome. But John, I've I've flown the Millennium Falcon. I've done the hyperdrive switch. Um, and I, I, I will not. And I, I urge you, if you're going to go back to Disney, being the Star Wars guy that you are, do not, do not, do not watch any video or get any spoilers on Rise of the Resistance. Huh. It is it is an experience like no other. And I'm going to give you and anyone listening this tidbit um, during COVID, if you want, and I'm sure it's going to be worse after, if you want to ride or experience the Rise of the Resistance attraction, you have to wake up at mm, 536 o'clock in the morning. Jeez. On the day that you're going to be in the park, and request admittance to that to that attraction, it sells out or not sells out, but it books mm-hmm. insanely fast. Uh, and John, I also got to experience. Um, I I built a lightsaber. I saw I that. Figured you would. Oh, it was effing amazing! But you said or, the stores were closed. Yeah, well, they don't open uh, 
you know, you know, you've been to Disney and anyone who has, you know what I'm going to say. If you haven't, I'm sorry, <clears throat> but say like you walk into one store and it would go all the way through basically to the end. Mm-hmm. Several stores are connected and they open as soon as the park does. Right. Sure. Certain stores were not open uh, right away mm-hmm. uh, or they were closed off and, and you only had access to a certain amount of a store. Uh, there's a very famous store on main street that is kind of like, you know, it's huge. It's a big, big store. And I felt like they kind of condensed everything. I see. But you can still buy stuff like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh dude, I spent thousands of dollars. Yes. You you can totally still spend money. I'd imagine the way Disney's year has gone. Yes. They would like you to buy whatever you can while you're there. It's funny you bring that up because we did. And, uh, we were in the car talking (laughs) about it, how they, I don't even know if they're in the red now. I mean the black now, I think they're still in the red technically. Right. Or are they just now starting to get a profit? Regardless, uh, sure, like certain things are doing nice for them. Of course, Disney Plus is, but yeah, th- the fact of the matter is, when you're Disney and you have four or five movies every year that will gross over a billion dollars, and you all of a sudden take that out, right? Yeah, it's it, yeah. <laughs> it's a they hit. Laid, I think it was I think it was across the parks mostly, but they laid off like two, about 30, 30, 000? 30, 000 yes. people. Yeah. Yes, is it noticeable? Yeah. Uh no, was it like, it, a, was, it like it, a, was it like an understudy of Ariel? <laughs> <laughs> it, it actually it wasn't noticeable, uh, and I wonder if it's because uh, the park was it. The park felt alive, and it felt like there were a lot of us in it. But you've been to the parks before, uh, where they are slam packed. It was not that at all, and I wonder if that that kind of helped alleviate you know, the stress of 30,000 employees being gone. Well, let me ask you something, Sean. Yeah. We were commenting on this last week and we'd said something a little snarky about the fact that it seems like out of, out, out of the last five years, you've been to Disney four out of the last five years. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do, do you guys just go every year because you want to go or does it somehow for whatever reason work out that you go? We Is want it- to, we make it happen. We, uh, we are a self-proclaimed Disney family. Uh, we believe in the magic. Uh, we, we love the Disney company taking our money. Uh, we appreciate the fact that I can throw my kid in front of a TV and she watches everything Disney. And for future generations, they are ensuring that they take my money. But yeah, uh, we, we plan to go. And, and the reason we don't, stuff the stuff comes up that makes it where we can't go. So, uh, I feel like the year we went to the Capital One Bowl, it was just an excuse for them to go to Disney. Dude, it's so funny you bring that up. I got an old hard drive, and uh, one of the the greatest trips I ever took for football, ladies and gentlemen, Chris came along with with us, uh, my family. It was uh, my oldest daughter. She was young, girl. Yeah. And uh, my wife. Your wife. Your wife. Was prego as all get out. <laughs> like and I don't know how we scored it, Chris, but have you ever parked closer to a football stadium ever? No. <laughs> yeah, like it worked out perfect, especially with her being as pregnant as she was. Like the person that Sean got the tickets from, or I think actually Bobby was the one who got them. Yeah, I, I think remember. she did. Um yeah. just happened to have a handicap parking spot. So it was like assigned parking. With the- yeah, so it was like, this is your spot, hang this up. And we were like, oh, okay. So we literally got out of the car and walked right into the stadium. So, Sean, what, when, you, when you're doing these trips, have you ever made room for Universal Studios? You know, it's funny you bring that up. 
the superior studios. <laughs> Can we? How do you actually ban someone from recording? The you rest have of the no show? power here. <laughs> you have no power with, in this room, with the exception of when we took Aiden. He was like, I think he was like twelve, and we we figured. We got to get Aiden. We got to take Aiden before he's too old or too cool to enjoy Disney. Yeah. So the way, so the way that so the way that my wife, your wife, planned at Disney, she 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 treated it like um, what Aiden would think is cooler the more you progress during the trip. So so we would end on a high note so he would remember it that way. Like. I think we did. I think we did Ep- Epcot the first day, <laughs> you know that kind of thing. But we, but but our last couple of days were at Universal Studios, and <clears throat> what we took away from that was Harry Potter World. Yeah, I mean, no it doubt. Was just Harry Potter World to me was bigger and better than anything Disney was doing at the time. At, at the time, yeah. I, uh, I think I have to, especially thinking back then, I have to agree. And I got to give you this tidbit. There, are, there are an, there's an expansion coming to Universal, uh, <laughs> which is going to make it even better. But yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you this, too, before I pivot to the Harry Potter fandom. <clears throat> my favorite park used to be Magic Kingdom by a landslide. I love Art, the look of it. I, I love. I just love the atmosphere of it. Exactly. My entire day in Hollywood Studios now flew by because wow. of all of the good things they have brought toy story land oh wow uh, the entire galaxy's edge uh it's amazing so so make that mental note for when you go back to not that's what uh, i think and then where <laughs> tower of terror is it's, disney right <laughs> it's a what chris isn't that where the tower of terror is yeah and the, the tower of terror is there and the aerosmith roller yeah, coaster is there and, and the aerosmith thing you had the Indiana Jones stunt show, and then that was kind of mm. it. But it, they have made it super <clears throat> legit now, and Where it's is, good. But I've never been. Go ahead. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, my bad. Um, it's all good. <clears throat> where's the Mario? Is that Disney or is that going it's to Universal? Universal? It's going to be Universal, okay. and that's the, that's one of the things that they're bringing to yeah. Universal Orlando. Is the John and me day one? <laughs> Where, uh, yeah, I'm letting you know now. I'm gone. Where's, we're skipping. We're skipping through the park, holding hands, dude. I cannot wait. Can I be Luigi or what? What's happening? You know? Yeah. Uh, you're like, of course. He's the worst one. Mario's better. Skipping or triple. I'll jump be Mario and Mario. John will be the princess. <laughs> right. I'll be Peach. That's fine. But uh, I've never been to Harry Potter, and I'm a Harry Potter fanatic. So I've never been to Harry Potter World uh, in Universal, and I I don't know why. I when I go down to Orlando, uh, Disney just kind of keeps me there. We stay on the premises. We, you know, we get a room in the park on the resort. It is. It's weird just because knowing your wife, like I get like you, you're both Disney. No question about that. But like listeners, like I know his wife and him and they're huge Harry Potter fans. So it is like, I would say out of all of us, like those two. Yeah. They, they love them some Harry Potter, you know? (laughs) So (laughs) I gotta go. I gotta go. Well, yeah. my wife reads your the wife, Harry your Potter wife. series. She reads the Harry Potter series every year. Just same, through. yeah. And when we got to um, what's the pub that serves the butterbeer? I forget. Uh, three broomsticks. Yeah. So we go into this Look the three broomsticks, and she she takes a she takes a sip of butterbeer, and she gets emotional. Yeah. And she says, she goes. I knew I'd always love butterbeer. <laughs> I love butter and sugar. <laughs> I, matter of fact, I won't drink. Uh, we have a local. It's a national bookstore, but 
They sell the little <laughs> butterbeer. The little local Barnes and Noble. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not Barnes and Noble. It's it's uh, Second and Charles. Or oh, they are. Apparently what they did was they took some of the top chefs in the world, brought them to J.K. Rowling's house, and they all pitched to her their version of what butterbeer was supposed to taste like. Is this like. real? Yes, this is real. This is real. And so she selected from those recipes which one that she decided that's what that's that's what I had in mind. Which one she got diabetes from? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you did not say that word right, Josh. No, no, you just, there you go. Now you're back in. Don't you know, Chris? <laughs> diabetes. Diabetes. That is that is a great tidbit that when I go, because it's gotta happen, I'm gonna share with the people I go with as we're Dude, drinking butterbeer. Butter you're gonna beer. come back, you're gonna come back with wands and robes and jerseys <laughs> and brooms. Here's, here's so yeah. Which would you rather make, a lightsaber or a wand? Mm. Well, I've never, I haven't made a wand, so I don't know yet. I, I, if John wants me to, I will break down what happens when you make a lightsaber. If he wants to know that, uh, I don't want to tell him if he doesn't because it is, it is, it is amazing. Nerdgasm City. I'm telling you that right now. Oh, and you'll uh, love their roller coaster. It's called the Dueling Dragons. Oh, well, I'm yeah. more excited about the Hagrid motorcycle one, and I want to sit in the sidecar. Believe it or not, Dueling Dragons is an awesome roller coaster. John, I yeah, I remember. Oh, it's like a simulated ET type of ride. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, remember. Um, I was able to ride a few rides that I never had. One of them was the Avatar. Oh yeah, the new one. That's it. Yeah, the, where uh, you uh, thank God, boys, that I played VR games. I tell you that much because OMG to the fullest extent. So you sit on this thing, and the, <clears> you're <throat> hyped up. Yeah, you sit on it, and it straps you in. Yeah, and uh, you put your loins over this thing, and what what it's going to eventually simulate? Let me see if I can remember what those things are called. Our talk or whatever it's called. Yes. So yes, yes. So you're sitting on one of those. So when you put your goggles on, your glasses, it's they're syncing your body with this thing, so you can be one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so immediately you start feeling the thing breathe on your legs. You know, it's breathing in and out like you're riding on a, a effing real animal, and then the screen of it's as tall as any building you can think of just goes poof, and you're in it. You almost, as you begin to get on the ride, it kind of does a tunnel vision and then kind of opens up and your breath is taken away from you. Hmm. And all of a sudden you're soaring through, you know, Pandora. And there are some, there are some menacing moments and there are some like very much, Oh my God. Uh, I'm about to get motion sick moments, but hey. thank God for VR. Thank God for John being excited for me to play things in VR. Hey, um, John. <laughs> fly with me. Because that was, <laughs> yeah, fly with me. Fly, I fool. have got to go to Disney with John. <laughs> I want you to. As a matter of fact, I, I like legit want you to go with me. I think I think you and I would have. We should we should go as a trio. So like, that'll be the oh, I would love it, man. Shit. Just to go and, and make memories and be happy and wear our ears together. <laughs> you know? You nerd run to every uh, everything in there. They're like, oh no. my god! And you just start running. Nerd run was so like nineteen or, or I should say like two thousand four. Then they introduced Fast Pass, Josh, so we don't have to nerd run anywhere. Dude, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, got, we were all about Fast Pass. We fast Pass is shut down, you know, because um, mm-hmm. the line. What's cool too, man? If you go while they have the Rona going on, <laughs> if the world doesn't shut down again. uh you think it's like an 85 minute wait because people are wrapped around the entire park, but they're six foot apart. You're in and out of every ride. It was fantastic, but cool. Hmm. 
what's your to end this about Disney? Do you have I ever told you what my favorite ride is? It's kind of lame. Is it teacups? Tea <laughs> no, I hate that. I hate the Matterhorn teacups. It's a small world. Mm-hmm. No, you're close. It's right across from Small World. Pirates. Is this the one that takes you from the parking lot to the park? Pirates. Pirates is not near um, Small World. Think Magic Kingdom. Is it the monorail? Think small World right across, like right there. Talking about Space Mountain? Nope. I got nothing. Peter Pan. Uh, it's a it's i just love it it's 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 a you it's the classic disney ride but then you fly you're in the you're in the ship and it's you're it is what it is it's it's a door second right second star to the right straight on till morning (laughs) exactly it's fantastic well you are Uh, big kid so that makes sense exactly all right uh anybody you know happen to catch this show called the mandalorian disney plus is streaming right now he might catch the latest episode yeah, uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's sorry. I mean, it was the it was the it, it was kind of what you expect, right? It's the setup episode before the finale, right? Wait, and then the, and then, and then it was the like penultimate, exactly. Yeah, and then like you get that, and then you get Bill Burr being Bill Burr for most of the episode. So I it works. Don't you love that he's in the Star Wars universe? No, <laughs> yeah. I was I was gonna I do yes yes, but I also don't because. I'm a huge Bill Burr fan, so mm-hmm. I see. I don't. I, I'm it. I'm taking, like I can't take it. It's I'm out of the they, world this week. You know, they literally just like that whole entire when they're going down the road, they're just like yeah. be Bill Burr, Burr for about. I think they 10 were like minutes. Bill, just riff, be you. <laughs> and it was exactly that, and so it was great. But at the same time, I'm like, dang it, Bill. You like you look like yourself. You're not in a costume. You're saying Bill Burr things. Well, this episode did something very important for me. Yeah. No. It managed to it it it, it proved to me that it can do an episode mm-hmm. that was effective without Baby Yoda. Yeah. The first Unless episode of the show didn't do that for you. Because in the previous episode, you know how they put him through a meat grinder and he's yeah, dead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah, they shouldn't have done that. His little poor head when it rolled off was terrible. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I don't understand why everybody's forgetting the end of the road, like the big picture here. Boys to men. Yeah. Great album. And they, they are. And I'm having to remind everybody about things. So if you've seen the cinematic movies, yeah, and you know where this is in, mm-hmm. there's an ending that people are just forgetting about because of cuteness. And it's like, people, <laughs> tighten up. Look, John's even forgot about it right now. John don't know like, what's happening. <laughs> oh, I mean, most importantly was um, from a nerd perspective, all the announcements that they've made. at Disney, Oh, dude. All the shows, all the, you know, there's speculation. There, there's one that, that's got my interest, the Acolyte, mm. which people are speculating is about. Um, from Darth WWE? Vegas. Yeah, Darth Plagueis, um, and with the acolyte being um, Darth Sidious. Yeah, and then yes. apparently Hayden Christensen's coming back to play yes. some guy in a mask. Yeah, in the in the little bootleg Obi Wan series, they're gonna make. Yeah, for sure, it's gonna be. It'll full be of the it'll desert. be interesting if uh, he doesn't actually voice it. If, like they just use the guy from the games <laughs> now, and and it's just him in the suit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's like you've got to put you've got to put him in a position where he's out of his mask a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, um, 
Otherwise, it's just going to be James Earl Jones and Hayden's in the suit. I'm like, never seen him. he's just in the suit. I'm so hopeful. How is he gonna, yeah, I don't know how it's going to work. I'm hopeful for all this just because I was like, I, I think literally this is why I said last week they should do. They should just double down on shows and, and not so much on the movies, right? That's because you had and insider knowledge. I had no idea. I was just like, dear <laughs> Lord, apparently 900 things are coming from Marvel and Star Wars now. But, uh, you know, you just hope that. I just hope it's like David Fioni and and John Farver. They just need to be the ones that Filoni. Filoni, sorry, sorry. Thank uh, you, Josh. Uh, <laughs> those those two guys need to be the like the Kevin Feig or Feig, whatever his name is. Of, Feige. <laughs> so if you've ever uh, watched Pardon the Interruption, Josh is our live stat boy. Right. Instead of waiting for the end of the show, he is Johnny on the spot, and I love it. But yeah, yeah like those two should be the guys. I think that handle this. I think they've earned that right. Oh yeah. Yeah, they they've they've given the keys to the city. They just just yeah. treat it well. Just treat it well, you know. Well, uh, well, Sean, I've heard this was a this, this show was about video games. That's the rumor. Yeah, after the first twenty five minutes, it might be about video games. <laughs> yeah, I think we should do it. You know, but you know, it's the it's the week before Christmas. I'm excited. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That means it's a week before the the annual Christmas music spectacular. Yeah. That doesn't ever have Christmas music in it. That's not true. I know. It's it's that's just a joke and apparently I'm only happy and not funny since my return from Disney. <laughs> Boo me. Yeah. All right, but uh, uh yeah, oh, uh, reminder on that. So uh you have until like say next Wednesday or so to get whatever. If you have a song that you like this year from video games, either tweet it at us at Weekly Game Chat or go to our Discord. And there's a little section that says Music Spectacular <laughs> uh, right at the top. And go in there and add a track that you like and say why you like it. And maybe I'll give you a shout in the episode. And that's going to... Sure. I just have to decide which track from Doom Eternal I want in the, <laughs> in the show. That, I was going to say, you know, uh, you guys a- earned this opportunity. So so make the best out of it. Yeah. Because uh, we will shut it down and ban you forever. If Ouch. you ruin this, yeah, and we don't uh, play. That will be out probably Christmas Day, maybe Christmas Sorry. Eve. If I'm drunk and feeling cheerful, <laughs> so probably Christmas Eve. That's funny. Uh, is, are are you still coming over for uh, Christmas Eve dinner? You didn't invite me that, last year. A, well, I didn't like you. <laughs> that was a joke. No one's laughing. Oh my god, I don't like the way that went. I'm sorry. Ban hammer. <laughs> All right, yeah, if you're ready to talk about some video games, you know, let's do Um, it, man. Yeah. And here we're, we were back. And we're back. If you've listened this far, thank you. If you zoomed in uh, to exactly at this point, that's what's up. Because this is the topic time. And uh, this is the good stuff. Chris, yeah. now you're up. <laughs> you put the voice thing on and you tell the people. Do you know what the topic is this week? Are you good to go? Are you going to say it right? Yeah. This is. Gonna, right. I feel like people are going to see what this topic is this week. And they're going to be like, wait, what? You're doing this game this week? 
But yes, this is the game we are doing this week. He had Do to it. say that. He just had to say it. <laughs> no, 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 I, I, w- I want it. You feel it. You feel yeah. the smugness. So. <laughs> the uh, smugness. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the topic is... World of Warcraft Shadowlands. I was gonna say you. Well, we we don't hear it, Josh. Just so you know. I saw but, it. Uh, I was gonna say if he didn't put his 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 effing hand up, we were gonna have some problems. And as Chance the Rapper said, you don't want no problem, no problem with me. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, here we are. Oh, sorry. Um, that's why Josh is on the show. If if you're new to listening, if there is a World of Warcraft topic. Josh is gonna be on the show. Uh, come, 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 heck or high water, <laughs> heck, <laughs> gosh jolly G, gosh jolly. Uh, but yeah, it's crazy because I had talked to Josh about this. I don't know if he remembers or not. A while back, and uh, I think he kind of knows. At least in my heart, he does that. We probably will want him on the show if and when we talk about an expansion. <clears throat> so here we are. Um, you know, coming to your ears on the 16th of December. And uh, we're talking about a game that came out. It was originally going to come out in what, Josh, October? Yeah, late October, I believe. In October and got pushed back. Uh, And we were devastated, but I think think it was for the better. And we'll we'll get into that. We'll see. Uh, But the game released on November 23rd of Quane Quane. And, of course, Josh was a day one player along with myself and... You know, he hit the ground running for sure. I hit the ground, had to tie my shoes, do some stretches, and that kind of stuff. But uh, this is the eighth expansion uh, to the what I consider the world's best video game and world's best MMORPG. Just saying. Uh, Josh, out of the eight, how many have you played on launch day? Um, Let's see. You know, I'm, I think I might have played them all on launch day, uh, except for the original vanilla. I didn't play vanilla. Yeah, uh, right. I remember what WoW launched in 2004, right? Yeah. And I think November. you resisted it for maybe the first <laughs> seven or eight months it was out, right? Uh, I watched my roommate Justin play it, and I yeah. was like, that's some nerd stuff right there, Justin. <laughs> Why don't you go out every once in a while? Oh. <clears throat> Five months Funny, later. I, I'm going to pivot from what I had planned. We're not running scripted plays anymore. Uh, and flash forward to December 4th, 2020. Josh puts a meme in my channel that says 20 minutes of family time, 12 hours of World of Warcraft, perfectly balanced. <laughs> and then there's a Thanos right under it saying, as all things should be. That's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. That's how much Josh's view on World of Warcraft has changed. And he loves it. He's a, he's a, I can't tell you how good of a, of a, you know, Josh is a great friend in person, but in Azeroth, he is, he is the man. I am the, the taskmaster when it comes to deciding <laughs> what we're doing. Listen, we're going to do some challenges. You, <laughs> you're going to give me some tasks <laughs> for all you folks that work, work in corporate environments. He is a six Sigma. Like what's the highest belt you can be, Chris, like green belt, yellow, uh, whatever belt. I have no that idea. Dude I never did that. Efficient. Stuff. <laughs> that dude is efficient. It's legit. But this game, this this sequel, this expansion is a direct, um, and, and they usually are, but this is a direct um, sequel that basically was on the heels of the events that wrapped up the previous expansion, uh, which by a lot of standards was 
it, it people were not happy with it. No. And that was Battle for Azeroth. No, World of Warcraft does go through cycles of good and bad. Yeah. Expansions. <laughs> and it's funny because I played Legion with you, which was the one before Battle for Azeroth. And we, I, I know you and I both, we've talked about this. Legion was BA. It was, it was good. There was a lot of good stuff in there. But Josh is the kind of guy he'll he'll still he'll still find the good in a lot of things. So you still found good in like say Warlords of Draenor. You still found good in Battle for Azeroth because you're a fan of the game. You're a fan of the you know the the studio Blizzard. You like you like what they do. So that's like part of lore. yeah. You like the lore a lot, and there is a ton of lore that led up to apparently. And I didn't know this, and and tell me if this is true. If you knew the lore, you knew the the Shadowlands existed. Is that right? They made a uh, kind of a map of the 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 overarching world, yeah. Where like different forces kind of like balance each other out in a way, yeah. And the Shadowlands did exist, but it wasn't quite that big. Uh, like, yeah. Maybe in the, in <laughs> thank the, you, John. The compendium. <laughs> um, the compendium they had it, it was probably maybe a paragraph or so. And it's turned into a lot more, which I yeah. think is okay. I think that's you really want to establish a world. I mean, we're we're talking about the same studio that took a April Fool's Day joke and turned that into an expansion, right? So, well, I was gonna say we could we could be dealing with folks when they run out of the original content they make the last season of Game of Thrones. Oof, but well, that, they... that would be BFA. <laughs> Battle for Azeroth, the last expansion. Yeah, but we, we we listen, and I'll get to this too, and hopefully you remember some of the good times we had right at the end there. Um, but yeah, the obviously the new place we get to go, we get to go away from Azeroth, right? You're right? going to the afterlife. And we're going to the Shadowlands. That's why they call it World of Warcraft Shadowlands. It's amazing. Um, but, you know, and hopefully John knows, hopefully he still likes these, but before you go to this is a fun fact. On expansions, before the expansions, we have something called a pre-patch. And that pre-patch took us to a place that if you're a fan of the series, heck, if you even played original Warcraft games, you know of Arthas. Uh, We got to go to a place that he he was around for a while, and that was uh, Ice Crown. And we had some good times in Ice Crown, running some pre-patch stuff, getting some... uh, I guess some armor, some weapons, you know, good loot, st- loot if you will. Um, for you noobs that kind of know about, you know, World of Warcraft, Ice Crown's home to the Lich King. Kind of a big deal. Just saying. Um, and we have to go there because, you know, we get to see cinematics as players that the in-game NPCs of both the Alliance and the Horde don't get to see. And they don't know what the F is going on. So we have to kind of, you know, play through them figuring it out, which is, which is kind of awesome and hilarious to me. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm going to be the guy who I don't care what happens and maybe, you know, what happens. I don't care. I'd love the person that caused all this. You think it's okay to say who did without ruining anything? No, it's been, it's been common. The last expansion was, you know, two years. So yeah. Sylvanas is, I love her. <laughs> so much so that uh my dear friend Chris and the show art you may or may not see this week will show her on it. But um yeah, she she, she did there. some irreversible things. 
Um, She's a genocidal maniac. <laughs> Sean loves her. <laughs> Do you see how? Yeah, I love how I, I, I prop her up. I'm like, well, she's, a, she's my darling. And Josh comes in and she's like, Josh, she killed everything. You have to, you have to like remember that Sean is the same guy that for the past year here has been ever since he finally got into the boys. It's just loving Homelander and is really relating to Homelander and rooting for Homelander. And we're just like looking like you do realize what you're saying right now. Right. Now that you've said it, I'm starting to get a little concerned. Right. Well, it's because think about how now I'll I'll squirrel way too much. Well, I'll explain that (laughs) off air. But uh, as we were getting up to the pre-patch, I got to ask Josh this because I don't know if he told me I apologize. So, you clean up a lot of stuff when the pre-patch is happening. I just want to say that as much as I can to make John happy. <laughs> it's uh, <weird. laughs> the the expansion's not out. You're at the end of the previous expansion. So there's things that you can kind of do. And one of the things that Josh and I have both not done was get a particular mount that <clears throat> is an alpaca. Paca, papka. I didn't uh, bring this up. I didn't. Alpaca. I just, I only want to know if you've gotten it yet. No, it, um, <laughs> there's a certain I'm not, I, I swear I'm not rubbing it in. I swear. There is a certain world quest that comes up in, uh, in the battle for Azeroth in the place called, uh, Voldoon. And it's a big boss. You need, usually need a couple people to kill it. Uh, it used to be a whole party, but it drops a mount. And the last week of the expansion, um, everyone's doing it cause they want a chance for the mount and it's dropping relatively, you know, uh, quickly a lot of people are getting yeah the drop rate seemed to have been raised a little bit so i thought you know what i'm gonna get sean in on this he he always loves to get mounts and i'm like sean just come with me we'll we'll kill it a few times so he's got three characters that can do it and so josh has 42 (laughs) we do it uh i do it on a couple of my characters with him and on his third and final try he gets it and i'm like congratulations sean and like he said (laughs) I don't have 42. I have 17. Exactly. <laughs> Max be hard. I did actually, I did add 15 at the time. I did 15. And then before the week was out, I leveled up two more that were close just so I'd have a chance at that mount. And yes. I still did not get it. And I was flustered. <laughs> I, I actually, I absolutely hate it. Um, because, because one of the fun things that people like to do in, in world of Warcraft, um, is, is go collect mounts. They're hard to get. Sometimes you can't get them at level or at content. You go back later and you you try to run them and, and do them. And Josh, the one that you got uh, down by um, Booty Bay, what? Uh, how long? How many years do you think you ran for that one? You know what I'm talking about. The it came out in 2010. Yeah. <laughs> so a decade. But he got it. He got it. You know. And that makes well, me happy. Actually, to be fair, it came out earlier than that, but the 2010 Cataclysm happened and the world changed. Um, and they, they, I think they changed it a little bit. But 2010 is when I really went after it. And I don't, uh, I don't know if you guys know what year it is, but a full decade later, he finally got the mount. And it's because of things like the, the chances you get, they reset. You only get to do them once a week and stuff like that. So you get a routine. And you go in every Tuesday, try it. All right. See you next week kind of thing. So for 10, 10, 10 <laughs> years, but he did it. That's called tenacity. Tenly learned that word. For the record, that's 520 attempts to get it. <laughs> Math is easy for Chris. He's an analyst. This is what he does. Math no, I, didn't, 
I didn't do it weekly. I did you know, when I I go through stretches where I wasn't playing, and um, of course that means I wasn't doing it. But whenever I was playing, I did do it weekly. It was a quick little fly down. Yeah. From Why Stormwind. Sean's like and, uh, slowly Jesus Christ. turning into someone from like Southie. <laughs> they got it's crazy, dude. So y'all just saw me take off a hoodie. It had been 14 degrees in my house all day today. Like yeah. fingers toes i'm freezing i got a blanket on me during my training that i'm doing of course the show starts and i'm losing weight with a hoodie on it's ridiculous but so 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 john the pre-patch is done um we're <laughs> gathering information the the actual release of the game's delayed to november uh, and we learned that we're gonna have something that is a first in world of warcraft and that is what mmorpg players know as a squish a level squish Hmm. I was surprised to know it was the first one ever. Uh, I don't think Josh and I ever kind of talked about that. We just knew it was happening. And with that intentionally or for all, for, well, basically what that does is it's simple. It it drops you way down in levels. Um, I, I gotta be honest. It's like a stock split. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like it, nothing changes, but things change. Uh, the, the max, when the game had came out, uh, originally come out the vanilla version the max level you could be was 60 over yeah. the years it's climbed up to 120. So we had one twenties ready to go. They were cut in half and then minus 10, you got, you got dropped down to 50, uh, with the new max being back at 60. And, uh, that was kind of weird because, uh, one thing I hate about expansions. And I think, I think Josh does too. We got another friend that plays with us is you go from being really BA uh, to all of a sudden everything's kind of a challenge again. And I think that's important because it's new content. The The goal is to make it challenging for you for replayability, you know, to have things like armor and, you know, weapons loot that drops actually matter. And I, when that happens, when you're finally, when you're finally doing quests and you're getting new pieces of armor, mm -hmm. do you know how ragtag you look? because nothing matches and Josh will get on to me because they have a system in wow. That's called trans um, transmog. I don't know the full word. I do know it, but I don't want to try to say it. Transmogrification. Transmogrification. Yes. Uh, I spend so much in game currency on transmog and Josh as he should gives me a lot of crap for it. But, uh, yeah, my guy looks terrible right now. I'm kind of uh, glad, so, uh, to jump in that they actually yeah. did do the squish though because yeah i think like the problem for someone who hasn't played in a while even considering going back is that you say i have a level 90 character or something like that right and unless i want to you know just do the fast upgrade right which i can only do with one of them if i buy an expansion you're talking about, you know, having to level the character 30 levels or something like that. Or if I was starting a new character from scratch, that's 120 levels I have to go through yeah. to get yeah. to end game versus now where you're saying, yeah, you might slow the progression down, though I wouldn't be surprised if they just keep it the same because the goal is always the same for them, right? Which is to get you to the end game because that's where everyone else is. Yeah. And I, I like that you say that because like, let's say you are a new player jumping in. You don't have an established character or an established max. They got something else that's kind of new and kind of cool. Uh, you go through what they call, and I'm looking at it now to make sure I say it. It's called a new game plus experience. And you actually, 
you start the game a little different than you did before you go to an island called Exile's Reach. Uh, and once you get done with all that content there, which kind of shows you the mechanics of WoW, what to do, you go right into the content of Battle for Azeroth, which was the previous expansion. That is so weird to me because yeah. that content, you we just spent forever getting a character leveled up to be able to get there, and now they're going right in there. Uh, if you're a veteran and you have alts that you create, you kind of get to choose, this is also cool, what expansion you want to go level through to get up to where you're going to get into Shadowlands. So that's and, pretty cool. And, and the correct answer is always Pandaria. No. Well, no. <laughs> Slow down. Slow down. Uh, want, go ahead, if Josh. If you want consistent leveling, like if you want to actually like, like BFA had its problems, but if you wanted to level well, BFA is the place to go. I think you can't fly yet uh, until level 30, but um, I, I still go to BFA. I think it's the best. It's got a lot of, of content to offer for you for leveling, which is, which is great if you're playing a game like wow. And that's the goal is to level. But one thing you just said there is super crucial. And that's the fact that you, you cannot fly in BFA. And unless you have gone through that content, non flying, you don't know the struggle. Hashtag the struggle is real. Once, you know, and I got to, once again, uh, you know, touches Richard. When Josh got me to be able to fly in BFA. Um, you like that? You like that, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> it, it changed, you know. It tickles. It, tickles. it changed the game. It made everything better, you know. But flying if is you, where it's at. If you start a new character, you can fly in Pandaria. No, no, you no, still no. level 30. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So when they switched then, everything, you have to reach level 30 to fly. So and that's crazy. you're saying, though, I can start the game and just be in Pandaria, and I have to walk around and see the pandas and be with the pandas on this giant turtle thing, right? Well, I don't know if you will be able to because you have an established account. Dang it. Well, you're a little... Um, but you'll you be able to... Character, you could... You get the choice. That's what's what's the great about this expansion. Yes, you can choose Exile's Reach for new characters from one to ten, mm-hmm. and after level ten, they put you out in the real world. And they have a, a mechanic where you get to choose which expansion you want to level through. It's really it's a lot of freedom. You can choose Burning Crusade, okay, uh, Wrath of Lich King, or even Mist of Pandaria. Um, there are some you know that people want to go back and revisit, and it does, like I said, breaks up the monotony. Like I would choose BFA because it's for me it's a quicker leveling experience. Mm-hmm. But um, others would choose Mr. Pandaria because they love the land. They love the quest line. They could just do it. And it's, it's all about leveling alts. Could they yeah, do like it, Cataclysm? Yes. You can do anything you want. And that's that's mm-hmm. that's what's crazy. Both of those things, the the Isle of uh, uh, Exile's Reach and, and the, the ability to go out after that and do what you want, that's a first in the series ever. Yeah. It was... It was never quite like that because it used to be. You're starting wow. in some random area, like you're going to be yeah, in well, Nomergon. And if you or, tried to go to some yeah. hard place, yeah, it they've really changed it to to mold the player experience to be fun because it, it was you'd get instantly killed, you know, one shot it if you tried to go somewhere you weren't supposed to, you couldn't enjoy it. Now you truly get to enjoy it, which I think is I think it's the right move. Uh, you know, at least initially, I think it's cool. The, the way they kind of introduced it uh, before the expansion was cool. Uh, 
I think they're making the right moves when it comes to, you know, just like I said, making the overall player experience for everyone fun. And, and, and yeah, go ahead, Josh. I was going to say to to see where they came from, like in the original game in vanilla, the the story was leveling like that was the basis of the game. There was an end game with rating, but it was still more about the leveling experience. That's why it took forever to get to level one to 60. They wanted you to explore the world, learn the lore, do all the quests, um, see the land. And that's why, you know, that's why we kind of love the game because I, I did all that. And at this point, we're also so far ahead that now they want you to just <laughs> kind of do it at breakneck speed. But it's still, you can take your time with it if you want to. Yeah. If you're I- a seasoned player, you want to keep. You, you want, like you said, it's all about getting alts to have more chances for situations that eventually you find yourself in, like trying to get a mount. Um, it, I, I don't think that I would have enjoyed vanilla as much as I, did, I have once I stepped in the game, because I think I stepped in at a cool time where the changes were starting to be made. Things were cool. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and the, the quality of life as you played, you know, was, was really much better than it was in the early days. So shout out to you. And uh, did Tommy go back that far? Did he go to vanilla? Uh, Tommy played before I did. He, he played, with, oh, yeah. uh, I think beta almost. Wow. That's <laughs> insane. So yeah. Um, speaking of beta, uh, this game, I'll let you riff on this a little bit, Josh. Uh, if you want, if not, we'll go past it quick, but the beta got some pretty negative feedback from players about what they thought Shadowlands was going to turn out to be and I think that was a I could be wrong but I think that was a major influence on the the Shadowlands we got on launch day what do you think I think it's exactly why they pushed it back uh because they received some criticisms about uh like in-game power uh for how players would receive their perks their abilities and uh their covenants is what they have. There's four covenants yeah. now in Shadowlands and you get to choose one and it can affect your gameplay and your story you see. Yeah, and and I think you you hit the nail on the head. They made it they made it smarter. Uh because there were a lot of people who didn't understand what they were doing cuz Blizzard was much like they did in the early days with like Vanilla WoW, they were forcing you to do something that didn't make sense or that the players didn't necessarily agree with. And now it feels like that's slightly different. And, and I, this is a good time to tell you guys that Josh has, and I'm going to go over all the stuff they have in it, has actually gone and partake, uh, partaken in the raid. That is the new raid. Uh, and we'll get on that for did sure. You, yeah. Um, I'll let you know. I actually just did kill the last raid boss yesterday. Yeah, that's very, that's dope. Congrats. First in the world right here on our show. No, um, <laughs> like, like, like Josh alluded, uh, I don't know if I want to talk about, yeah, we'll get back to that, but there are there in this new zone or in this new expansion shadowlands, there's five zones. Four of those zones are ruled by what Josh already had said. They're called covenants. Um, the best way to describe this. And, and if you've got Halo? a different way, Josh, uh, what'd you say, Chris? Halo, the covenant, No, not those covenants. <laughs> uh, they are very similar not the same, but they're very similar to how class orders were in Legion. Do you, would you agree with that? So, yeah, that's a good uh, approximation. Sweet. Um, and the covenants are cool because when you get into the Shadowlands, you kind of go through a story. You kind of get to dabble in each one of the covenants because the story is is kind of woven 
everything's affected by the events of the end of BFA and you're kind of unraveling what's happening, why the Shadowlands are in a, in a complete disarray, what the heck is going on. Um, and I mentioned that there are four covenants, but five zones, because one of the zones I absolutely despise. Um, it is called the Maw. I hate the Maw. Um, Darth? Josh, Josh laughed at me because in the Maw, I got lost in a river of souls and I didn't know what to do. And the Maw is scary. And there's a big dude there. Did you lose your uh, opponent again? No, I did. I I didn't <laughs> lose it. I I didn't lose the opponent only because uh, when you pull a mount out and wow, it just kind of goes away. It doesn't literally fall out. But the other thing that sucks ah. about the mall is you can't pull out your huh? horse or anything. You have to run around the mall the whole time. Yeah, it it's- sucks. Why? They know that too. They know it does. <laughs> yeah, they do. And and you go into the mall first. After some really cool stuff, you're taken to the mall and you have to walk everywhere and stuff. And it sucks. But the mall is basically <laughs> HE double hockey sticks. <laughs> it uh, really it really uh, is. Yeah. It's, is, is there a the reason? Um I don't know. Hmm. Uh I don't know. He said, is there a reason why they chose in the mall you can't pull your mount, but as soon as you get to the other places you can? I don't know if there's a reason for that. My only guess is because it's supposed to be hell, they want you to feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to literally feel like it's hell, yeah. So there's the mall, uh, but the other covenants, I'll give you their names. Uh, and I, if Josh wants to say after I'm set done what, what, what his favorite covenant is, I, I think that'd be cool. But the covenants are the Kyrian of Bastion, the Night Fae of Ardenwild, the Venthyr of Revendreth, and the Necrolords of Maldraxxus. For me, the funnest part, the funnest covenant, John loves when I when I go all my dirty wild talk. I love uh, the names. <laughs> the <laughs> Necrolords of Maldraxxus to me had the coolest looking armor. So, like like Josh said, you at some point you get to choose after you go through the covenants which one you kind of want to align yourself with. Um I was very excited to play for the Night Fae of, of Ardenwild, but eh. so so my character, Chris and John, you you guys are you guys would like this. Uh so my guy, he's a little he's a dwarf, right? Yeah. Kind of like kind of like Gimli in Lord of uh, Lord of the Rings. Loving the dwarf. Yeah. And he uh he would look like Groot with his armor. It's completely like it looks like wood. <laughs> like a little small Groot. It was terrible. Oh, okay. It was horrible. It's a baby Groot. It's bad. It, it, no, not even as cute as Baby Groot. I have no leaves on me. I, I'm a leaveless and branchless Groot with the Night Fae. So I was like, I'm out. But like with the with Bastion or the Maldraxxus, they got some pretty BA armor. And and for my particular character, uh, you kind of you kind of want to look cool. John, uh, Josh, who did you end up choosing as your first uh, Covenant? Well, no, you mentioned it. Um... The covenants, yes, they have different looks. You can you know, that's it's a draw, but they also have different abilities for each character. Yep. And there's not um, you can use these abilities in your your regular attacking, like when you're fighting. And some of them are better than others. They say they're they're about the same, but you've learned them, that <laughs> some of them weave into your attacks better. Like my first character, Dinadan, he's my paladin. Oh, name I, drop! Nice. I went, I went to uh, uh, Bastion. 
and enjoying the Kyrian. And I like it. It's cool. I thought I'd like the aesthetic more, but for a while I started playing my Horde character. Hmm. And he... Dirty boy. He's a little monk. Actually, it's a she. She's named Dinadina. You dirty girl. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, I played the Ardenwild. I chose the, the Night Fae. Ardenwild. And the might be one of the my favorite things that have ever happened in World of Warcraft. Nice. Is the quest line, the initial quest line for Night Fae. Wow. Like, for you guys don't understand the weight of that statement he just made. Let's recap. Josh played since Vanilla. Wasn't there on launch day. Uh, that was a long time ago. He's played every expansion, and one of his most favorite things happened when he chose his dirty, dirty girl from the Horde uh, into the cure. Uh, I'm sorry, to the Night Fae of Arnwild. Josh, yeah. Did you originally pick Bastion just because of Overwatch? No, no. Uh, I don't think he did. I think it's cool that it's called Bastion because of Overwatch. <laughs> but yeah. And it's, speaking of Overwatch, one of the characters you find in the Maw is definitely voiced by the lady who does Anna in Overwatch. That's a fun fact alert, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I hear when I talk to her. I'm like, oh, that's Anna. <laughs> Blizzard bringing bringing in uh, multi-using voice actors and actresses for all their games. That's how we roll. No. Uh, what's really cool, Chris, and, and tying back to, uh, and Josh told me this, which was dope. So there's that initial, uh, you got to play, you got to go through the mall, you got to go through all the covenants, you got to do that one time. After you do that, anybody else that you bring into the Shadowlands, you immediately get to go and pick your covenant. You don't have to go through all the 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 dirty dirty mud and the initial stuff again. So at least they're at least they're aware of the fact they're like, look, we're gonna do this one time for story and purpose and and feeling, but we we get that this is going to not be a fun experience, and therefore, yeah, one time's enough. One's enough. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's that's part of the stuff I think they're doing to make people want to play more characters because I was scared. All the stuff I was hearing in the beta. They're like, you're not going to have time to play any, any alts, any, see John an alt is you're, you're going to have to play your main character and that's it. And I was like, that's not cool at all. At all. You know? That's not cool at all. Uh, I don't, I don't know how much story we can get into. Uh, the, the game is still relatively new, even though if you play this game, uh, if you're on the, you haven't played it yet, I don't want to ruin it for you, but um, I, this is for me, some of the best story writing because of how they're making a character the way that her arc and I'm speaking of Sylvanas the the choice she made the impact that it made on the game on player on on where you have to go uh I think it's I think the storytelling's fantastic Josh do you have any thoughts on that uh and the lore no my first week I was expecting a little more of what we've seen like I expected more uh like we're in hell, you know, we're in heaven, we're in hell, we're in, and supposedly in, in the Warcraft universe. I expected to see tons of people we've already met and destroyed. Oh no. But in, in as I've played more and more, I am finding more and more people, and I think the lore is still growing. So growing. I think the story yeah. is going. Cool. And I think we'll learn more even from there. And and for those that didn't quite make that connection, think about it. Every think about a video game you've played uh that's ongoing and people have died that you were attached to now you're playing the game where you get to go to this realm of you know heaven or hell if you will i'm putting air quotes up and now you get to see these people again and what kind of commotion are they making wherever they're at and and one of the most impactful characters ever 
in World of Warcraft was Arthas, the Lich King. And I'm, I don't want any spoilers. I'm going to lose all of my S if I go somewhere and I see Arthas. Josh. It's going to be insane. Yes. Uh, seeing as you go to heaven and hell in this game, is there a Diablo reference? Um, uh, there's a place called Torghast. <laughs> okay. It's yes. in the mall. And it's for me, it reminds me a lot of Diablo. As far as you just go in there and you just kind of it's four story progression. You, you, you find people there that you can release and, you know, save but it's also for getting your legendary weapons and stuff, but it'd be, it reminds me the most of Diablo. It'd be yeah, nice if there was a, they say that the Torghast, this tower, uh, it's made to kind of churn through. It's very roguelike. Um, and, and what you do, you can go in there by yourself. You can ride solo Jason Derulo style, or you can go in with a group. Um, okay. That's great. And, uh, I could, I apparently don't know how to see hand visuals without saying anything out loud. Chris, you did great. I failed there. Um, other places of note is a, is a place called Orbos and it serves as the main hub of Shadowlands. Yeah. My first thought was it's kind of like Dalaran was to Legion or even going farther back. It's kind of like how Shatrath was. That's right, John. There's a city called Shatrath. And I put that in there just to be able to say that for you. Uh, in Burning Crusade, the name Josh, you agree the Orbo uh, serves as that? Yeah, it's a central hub. Shatraf uh, <laughs> <laughs> is the name of my new uh, my new mail band, by the way. That's always the name of my uh, my bunghole. <laughs> it's the it's a place where uh, Horde and Alliance can kind of not fight. <laughs> yeah, if you if you if you go through and you have your PvP turned on, you you're kind of happy to be an Orbos because you don't have to worry about somebody ganking you uh because i tell you what world pvp is no joke if you like to play solo and your boy josh is not on and you're just bebopping around leveling if a hordy sees you they're gonna gank you oh. it's just the way of life and john i'm gonna say <laughs> shat wrath again because you love that word <laughs> uh but for in-game content let's let's point that out uh the game um there were four dungeons as you level. They're, they're leveling dungeons. They're made for that. Uh, there were four more at max level. And I assume you run all of those already, Josh. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I've actually done a lot. I, I found a good group on my Horde side. and uh, like, Which so is we not were... you, Sean. No, no, no. Was, they they seem to have their stuff together. That makes It does make it fun. When... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what no, no, just wow. I myself, I could, I can't do it. You're saying they're not the kind of people that are just going to Disney and you know, right? Disappearing, I mean, you for hang in for weeks at a time. They're yeah. not like that. Well, like I said, we've already done our Mythic Pluses. We've already done our raid. You're up again. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's the best way to get gear, mounts, and everything. Yeah, if if the in-game stuff, I don't think they're going to pull a um a wad on us, and that's the uh that's the term that players use for world of warlord of draenor it just there wasn't enough there the content that was there was good there just wasn't enough uh i think people are thinking this expansion definitely has potential um i gotta say i love the music the they they do a great job of really immersing you into the different zones you go into uh the art style at points i I seriously pointed out to josh when we've been in discord that it looks like i'm walking through a painting at some points they took a different approach to uh, to the world, and I like it a lot. Everywhere um, it looks like a painting except for Maldraxxus. I, Maldraxxus is so... Yeah, it looks like a, a 
It looks like a shat wrath. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's so bad it's undead world and you know like it's not supposed to look pretty but it's not it's not yeah but when you go to a place called bastion i mean it is just beautiful <laughs> it's i'm playing in my little uh my 2k monitor and stunning they they've people that used to say world of warcraft's graphics were you know not as good as maybe final fantasies or whatever they had charm and that was it. Dude, they have stepped their game up. It's nice. It's nice. And yes, nice. John, you could run it on your computer because yours is as good as mine and it looks great. Um, overall, uh, I've heard good things from our community that play the game. Um, I've heard things like Josh just said where there there could be more coming down the pipeline and he hopes so, but I'm excited. And to the end, I still love Sylvanas. Just saying. She has a pop that the Blizzard store is selling right now. And you guys know how I feel about pops. I want her. I want her right here. And I want to hold her. She is great. She's an undead lady. And <laughs> murders everyone. And murders everyone. So, Josh, I don't know if you, uh, you know, you've, you've kind of hinted that you don't listen to the show anymore. No, so no. after we review and kind of give our thoughts and I, I got to tell you, I got nothing negative so far, but that doesn't mean it's a perfect game for me. I just, I don't think I put enough time in. I put a lot of time in, but not enough time to really see anything negative that, that made, that would make me go, wow, they did this here, but they haven't done it in anything else. It made the game worse. And that's how a game like wow is it's an ongoing MMORPG. Um, you just, you want, you want the quality of life to at least be where it is that you're used to. You want some decent story, uh, and you want to, a, a good experience, whether you're playing solo or with a group of friends and blizzard, and Warcraft, uh, WoW, they be, they know how to match you up. They know how to find dungeons and group you up with people. They know what they're doing. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and go first, Josh, and, and give it an 8.75 as far as a Richard. It's a solid, solid expansion. To me, it's 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 just good. Yeah, that's, that's an 8.75. Yeah, and Chris is holding his arms up. That's almost a foot long sub sandwich. It's like four <laughs> inches short. Think about that. Um. Before I played it more um, with a group of people, I would agree with you. But after you play it with, you know, people that are like-minded and are doing something, um, not not solo based, I, it's hard to explain. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a nine. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, because I had my doubts at first for some things. But um, over the past couple of weeks, it's it's just really turned into a nine for me. It's just been a lot of fun. Is the so, raid good, so both Josh? of our. So what? I'm sorry. Is the raid good? Oh yeah, the raid is really fun. It's tough, but um, it was fun learning the mechanics. You know, for the bosses. Mm-hmm. See, John, uh, a game mechanic is. <laughs> John hates me. And they're and punishing. I, I love you him. Up. You mess up. Uh, you'll get you know cut in half. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, probably the DPS's fault. Uh, I, we, Josh and I are part of a community on Facebook, and there's so <laughs> many funny memes coming out about healers and DPSs, and it's uh, never it's, the healer's fault. It's 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 never the healer's fault. They want you to get out of the thing that's killing you, you stupid DPS. <laughs> right? Uh, if you could just not go and die, that would be helpful, so I could keep <laughs> this tank alive. That's all I want. But uh, it's fan- John. John. John's watched us stream a while before, and. 
this is one of the first ones I would, I would tell John because of that the way that they introduce new players to it. If you're going to dip your toe in it, uh, I still think you get to play for free. Yeah, um, was it for up to first? level twenty. Yeah, and you'll get a good taste. You get a nice taste of. I don't know if it's twenty anymore. It might be level ten. I don't know. Oh, because you might be out. right, but you get to play for a while. It's pretty rare. So yeah, we'll leave it there. Uh, if you guys are enjoying Shadowlands, we'd love to hear from you and maybe future stuff like emails <laughs> and twitters. Next um, wow, the next wow expansion just just be called Shat Wrath. The return to Shat Wrath. <laughs> you never know. That makes you, you me laugh, so happy. But um, <laughs> and my my estimate, my guess, the next expansion takes us back to a a, a future a villain, but it may have been a friend in the past. But it involves the world where Shatrath is, so <laughs> possibility. You never, you never know where they're going to take World of you. Warcraft Shatrath. I was telling Josh, we're sitting here in the Ice Crown, and we're like, this was like the third expansion, and they found a way to bring you back, tie the story in, and launch you to the new expansion. Those yeah. guys are they're, they're tap natch over there at Blizzard. It's like they've been tap. doing this for you know a decade or more. <laughs> Ish. Yeah, we just, they just celebrated their 16th anniversary in November. Yeah. It's crazy. Great. Good times. But I uh, thank you guys for enduring that. I know neither one of you play World of Warcraft, uh, but I love having Josh on and I love getting my nerd talk on with WoW. So we're doing the NBA 2K episode next week, right? That's so funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, what just happened? I don't know. I, lost, I thought I lost power or passed out. This can't be good. Um, if you guys are ready to do some knees. Yeah. I'm ready to do some yeah. knees. Let's do it. What's up, everybody? My name is Garrett Morlang. Hey, everybody. I'm JJ Prudham. And we are the Super Gamer Boys. And we are the preeminent video game podcast in the entire world. We are trying to take over the world with all of our comedy, with news and whatnot. And we are so excited to be members of the HP Video Game Podcast Network. Yes, we bring you uh, all the news you want to know every week. We bring you movie reviews, game reviews, uh, and all the goofs you want to hear. So come check us out every Wednesday on your favorite podcast service. All up the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! News! That's right. We have made it to the new section of the show. Thank you for sticking around. We got some good. We got some goodens today. Uh, good. To lead it off, uh, I actually I shouldn't have said we got goodens because it's going to be a delay. John talks about. Ladies John. and gentlemen, we have a delay. Uh, the Prince of Persia remake, The Sands of Time, has been delayed. The game was originally given a release date of January twenty first, twenty twenty one, but now that has been moved to March eighteenth of twenty twenty one. The company cited COVID-19 and the many complications that came along with that during development. According to Ubisoft, quote, we are excited to put this game in your hands as we retell the story of the Prince of Farah in a reimagined 11th century Persia. However, 2020 has been a year like no other. Today, we wanted to let you know that we are taking additional time to work on the game. We believe this is the right call to ensure we deliver a game you will enjoy. I wonder if they will be working on the visuals to this game, which were criticized at the time. And and I wonder if there's even an appetite for this series. I want to play this. You want to play this? Yeah, but that's because I love the original. (laughs) 
I played. I that may have been one of the first games I one hundred percented. Yeah, the sands of time. And yeah, I, I, John, I think you're right about the visuals. I think they got so much feedback yeah. on the negative side. Um, because the game now looks like in our memories what the game looked like. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and that's not good. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like they're, they're. It's almost like the. I I I, agree, I believe I believe them when they say they're delaying it due to the due to the COVID, but. They're probably also going, and while we're at it. Yeah, we know why we got the time. <laughs> while we got some time, we'll try to make some visual upgrades. So yeah, that's my God. I'd never actually played any of this series. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? So I'm, I'm I'm actually curious about uh, about this title. You, you were too busy playing Metroid. Pretty much. You probably like Pretty it, much. Yeah, probably. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. We do have some Halo news, though. Hey, 343. Three. That's fine. Happy. 343 Industries has announced that Halo Infinite will now ship in the fall of 2021. According to 343's art director, quote, much of the feedback we heard from the community aligned with our own views and work we were already committed to doing around things like indirect lighting, material response, foliage, tree rendering, clouds, level of detail transactions, and character uh, fidelity. It was also added that the visual fidelity is a very important goal for Halo Infinite and the graphics and arts teams have been consi- or continually aspiring and working closely with one another to create the best looking Halo game ever. This was a shat wrath of a demo. <laughs> you think so? I think from a technical standpoint, like when you just go with what they built right like just to say hey here is a halo and it's open world and it runs at 60 frames per second um uh, and up to 120 i guess like that part of it was impressive the part that was not impressive of course was like the rendering of the enemies and such that was the part that was like uh that definitely needs some work but i i, would, I the only thing i'm i'm sad about and maybe you you feel the same is that we got to wait till the fall now to play it I, yeah this is unexpected for me but I mean, expecting it was like going to be an April or May release. But I think that at least says like how confident they are in that date now, because you know, you delayed it about what, like a week or so after that demo, right? After saying it was coming holiday 2020. So I feel like they have to hit that date now. And the discussion wasn't so much about like when do we think it's coming out it was more do we feel confident if we say this that we are going to hit this right so that's probably I'm a good hit, sign i'm gonna hit it what, what oh what? what but they had some really nice uh art that they posted that looked very nice so hopefully hopefully it works out i love me some yeah i hope so I, I really do i mean you know the visuals made you concerned for halo but i tell you what miles was looking good Ain't that right, John? Oh, yeah. He is definitely looking good. Let me tell you about it. (laughs) Let me tell you. Looks like a PS4. Insomniac Games has released the 1.002 update to both Spider-Man Miles Morales and Spider-Man Remastered that allows for ray tracing at 60 frames per second. Before this update, players had to choose between a resolution mode and a performance mode instead of being able to get the best of both worlds via the most current update. This new mode will adjust scene, uh, scene resol- uh, screen. Maybe that was screen screen resolution, <laughs> uh, reflection quality and pedestrian density in order to achieve ray tracing at 60 frames per second. I like a good density. 
The, the change is reflected in the options <laughs> menu as performance RT mode. Ooh. And I actually haven't had a chance to look at this because I had finished the game before all this came out. But the fact that they actually did this for the original remaster mm-hmm. um, is also a good thing. And mm-hmm. let me just tell you guys, um, I have to envy the uh, seamlessness of the Xbox Series X. Because the process of getting my old save from my original Spider-Man game over to the PlayStation 5 was stupid. It was a shat wrath of bad ideas. <laughs> I finally got it done. But good God, it was horrible. It I, took I, me a couple hours to figure out what it was actually trying to get me to do. Well, you're dumb. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> well, I had the save. I had the save on an external drive on the PS5. <clears throat> And it wanted me to it, it wanted me to download it onto the PS4 to start. So I had to I had to erase the game from my disc from my hard drive and re-download it onto my PlayStation 4 in order to hit the functions within the game to allow it to save to the cloud. Can't do it outside the game. Had to do it in the game. So Shatrath. I love doing it in the game. I love good uh, and chat I also rap. love oh you got something to add Chris oh no I was saying I love good chat rap <laughs> um, I also love the chance to be able to talk about Jeff Keeley or you know yeah. anytime I can because he's amazing um, he revealed that the ghost of Tsushima that ghost of Tsushima ghost of Tsushima is the game awards players voice award winner um, this is this year after three rounds of voting from fans that game beat out other games, such as The Last of Us 2, which was amazing and potentially my number one game from this year. Hmm. Uh, Hades and Doom Eternal. The game standing shifted with each round with some saying that a tweet had uh, some influence because that tweet was from Neil Druckmann and it pushed voters towards ghosts over the over time and over the rounds. It's crazy. Because it, I, I don't know. I've been looking online this whole... Uh, That's been, how Twitter works. I've been like watching online like this whole year since Ghost came out, and there has been so much fan love within like Sony hardcore fanboys, like that I just consistently see online. Like that did not surprise me all that Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, but I also saw Last of Us Two love online from fans. But there's well, also a, lot. a bunch well, of people the time, hate it. Well, <laughs> by the time that Neil tweeted this, Last of Us was in the lead, mm-hmm. and what he did was he baited people that might have a problem with the last of us two quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And I think that when Neil did that, as soon as Neil did that, it started to exceed like, like zoom past the votes. Like it was neck and neck for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then I think people on Twitter just went, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> it's easy to hit this like button or this retweet, whatever I got to do. And you know, who knows, but that's listen, we got more news from the game rewards. Yeah. So and Chris has a rundown for you. Fine folks. So here are all of our winners. I guess Neil Druckmann probably doesn't care because he won Game of the Year. Uh, Last of Us Part Two took home Game of the Year, Best Game Direction, Best Narrative, looks like Best Audio Design, uh, Innovation Accessibility, Best Action Adventure Game. And that's it for him. Ghost of Tsushima took home Best Art Direction. Uh, that was it for them. Then I don't like how he's reading this, Sean. <laughs> Well, I didn't want to say Last of Us Part Two like ten times. Yeah, you know? <laughs> best score went to Final Fantasy uh, Seven Remake. 
Best Performance, Laura Bailey as Abby in The Last of Us Part 2. Games for Impact goes to Tell Me Why. Best Ongoing Game is No Man's Sky. Best Indie, <laughs> that Hades. Still uh, best Debut, Phasmobia. Uh, best Mobile, Among Us. Not too shocking. Best Community Support is Fall Guys. VR, of course, is Half-Life Alex. Uh, action Game, Hades. RPG, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Fighting Game, Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. 11 Ultimate. Family game was Animal Crossing New Horizons. And of Sorry, course, Doom Eternal. This was the category here that everyone was waiting for. Best sim slash strategy game, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Best sports game is Tony Hawk Remake of 1 and 2. Uh, multiplayer game, Among Us. Content creator of the year was Valkyrie. And the eSports athlete of the year was Hio Showmaker Sue. I think I said uh, that right. Am I also doing the announcements, Sean? I, once it started going into the esports, I was like, I'm bored uh, with this. I am. Okay. Um, but uh, when when Jeff Keeley announced uh, Tony Hawk won, he mm. said, "Congratulations, Tony." <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Was yeah. Like, damn, what? That damn Jeff Keeley, I swear. I think they did a good job of giving a lot of love. I would have liked to seen like maybe for Art Direction. No offense to Ghosts of Tsushima, but anytime an Ori game is up, I feel like that should just always win by default. Because it's hand drawn, right? Beautiful art. For Good sure. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, some major game announcements also happen at these game awards, which, you know, uh, us three here at Weekly Game Chat, we, 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 Weekly Game Chat, love the game awards because it gives us a bunch of stuff to get excited about, sometimes new stuff. Uh, Near Replicant got its first look and is available for pre order with a release date of April 23rd. Woohoo. Uh, Chris is excited, obviously, about that one. Sephiroth was announced as a playable character for Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, a new trailer for Perfect Dart, a new Perfect Dark game was revealed, I should say. It's still in early development from The Initiative. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boys over, boys and girls, the creators of Left 4 Dead, Turtle Rock, has revealed Black, I'm sorry, Back for Blood. I was going to read Blood Back 4, and I, should, I don't know what just happened in my brain cavity. Dexlexia. Yes, it's a first-person zombie shooter with co-op, and that's coming in June of 2021. 2021. Uh, Hood, Outlaws and Legends will be coming May 7. Uh, the Callisto Protocol from the creators of Dead Space, or I'm sorry, the creator of Dead Space, Glenn Schofield, is coming in 2022 for Xbox Series X, PS5, and PC. I'm sure John is going to be excited about that one. Don't know why. I just got a, I just got a feeling. Uh, a new look at Dragon Age 4 was given, which seemingly confirms the return of fan favorite characters. I did not watch the Game Awards, so I can only imagine Chris was very excited when he saw this. No. No, Chris was not excited. I was wrong. Arc <laughs> 2 was announced starring the man himself, Vin Diesel. Uh, Outriders gets a new trailer with a release date of February 2nd. Evil Dead, the game was announced with four playable characters. Ghost and Goblins Resurrections uh, was announced for Nintendo Switch with a release date of February 25th. That's right after Valentine's Day-ish. Love. Uh, a new monster, or, I'm sorry, a new trailer for Monster Hunter Rise was shown uh, with a demo that's planned for early in 2021, January. That's nice. Uh, and Mass Effect gets a new teaser trailer and confirms a possible return of Shepard. I don't think so. Chris does not think so. It did it's have... It did it's have Liara, and she looked a lot older, though. She looked like she was matriarch, so that would probably be past Shepard, but we'll see. Um, you don't know, dude. How I think, about you just, you know, sing? 
You know? I think there's two other things I, I of note that I didn't see on here. Um, Sean, remember how much we loved Way Out? Don't you do this to me. Their new game uh, is called It's Take Two, and I think it's coming in March. And Don't then, you do this to me. Uh, most importantly, Master Chief is now in Fortnite. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did see that, which is dope. I will say that if the, those guys that made a way out are able to put a game together mm-hmm. and you and I play it, at least you'll talk about it as your game of the year because of the experience we have together. It was like, huh. it's again, it's a multiplayer one, and it's like a platformer kind of love story type thing. It, it looks really like completely different than what a way out is do you remember that time you killed me and Mm. i was devastated Mm. i do i remember that it was a that was a battle like i put Um, the gun in your mouth it was hard whoa whoa. uh whoa but yeah like Uh, the i can't get hype for dragon age or mass effect because as we talked about last week literally the two guys who are running this (laughs) and have been the champions of those franchises for the last 20 years or whatever uh just left last friday right they're gone well, yeah. they oversaw anthem so how good were they really i don't think mark did mark's just always been dragging just single guy. name drop now that's what we do i can't remember his last name so i had to go with mark but yeah like i kind of just I, i'll see what it is when we get there that's kind of how i took those announcements right like okay cool well i'm just i'm just and i'm sure you agree with this chris i'm you know it's like just another year of cinematic trailers there's yeah. nothing there's nothing really to show no I don't think Do you guys those. think COVID had an impact on that? Probably. And, well, I think Bioware had an impact on that. <laughs> but I, I think it's also just that, like, it's also a time thing, right? You want to get so much, like, as Jeff Keeley, it's not like you're just doing one thing here, right? Like, where our job today is to sell Nintendo at an E3 or whatever. It's it's like, hey, we have to get love, equal love to everyone to have an opportunity. We're trying, the main goal here is to honor, of course, people in the in- industry for achievement. Um, so, you know, that's, that's what it's about. You don't have time for five, six minute video of uh gameplay. I think that's just too much. That's, you know, I, I don't know. I, I watch these things for the trailers. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't really care nearly as much about the awards as I do about the, as I do about the game announcements. Hmm. It's just unfortunate that that no one's cracked the code on how to do an award show for video games. Video games mm-hmm. without making sure everybody gets to see what's coming out. Yeah. You have to you have to partner it with a big old advertisement or commercial. Yeah. With the Oscars, you go to see the the stars and everybody else and see who, you actually care who wins for those who watch it. Um, but not the video game awards. I don't. I, I, that's not a criticism against Keely. No. I mean, he's doing what he's got to do, but yeah. I just don't know how you crack that code. You know, it would, the closest thing video games are obviously in line with are movies, and in movies we get to see the stars at the award shows. Yeah, we right. get. We don't get to see the voice actors and the art directors, and even if we could, would we? Like root for them like we do. Plus, oh, Master Chief, what are you wearing tonight? <laughs> Plus, right. like even like the voice actors, like how many people really out there really know Laura Bailey versus like a year where, you know, if Denzel Washington is up and he's going against, say, like he was going against Keanu Reeves, like say somehow Keanu got nominated for Best Actor, everyone would want to tune in, you know, because there's just tons of people that are fans of of both of those guys. So that's what you'd want to see who's going to win, John tuned into the Oscars because Sylvester Stallone got nominated for best supporting actor. Right. Like I I don't think that dedication is there. 
I should have worn I think the good thing though, like as I was watching everything though on Thursday, like the whole day, what I like about that day is it's it's a wonderful celebration for games for the whole year. Like because, you know, Jeff's gotten Steam, Epic nintendo playstation xbox all them to buy in and say let's put those games on sale today for everyone so if there's someone that hasn't seen one of these games before and sees a, a video of it they go "Ooh, i can go buy that and it's on discount right now right and then of course yes you're giving the voice to a bunch of people that maybe you don't realize how sometimes these games are made right it's not all just neil Druckmann at at night dog and you know i like well, apparently the fact, not apparently yeah. not I like the fact that we got to hear from a bunch of people from that. Um, but then like you get that, you get the trailers for, for the fans and then you get cool things like Eddie Vedder. And uh, I liked the London Philharmonic orchestra doing Mario. That was fun though. I wish yeah, they had done too. <laughs> that's funny. It's Just to say, oh. you mentioned Laura Bailey earlier mm-hmm. and uh, her, that's her name is uh, Jana Proudmore. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, one thing that I do love, we'll go ahead and go on to the next topic, and I'll try oh, my no. best to pivot, is Chris's voice. I yeah. feel like he could sing a song, maybe a ballad. Oh, oh no. Mm. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, start with the good news. Cyberpunk is a huge hit, sold, selling 8 million units prior to its launch. The company revealed the game has recouped development costs and is in the profit territory for now. Uh, in addition, the game broke the all-time concurrent player record with 24 million users on Steam. Now on to the bad news. The game is seemingly busted on console with fans and media outcry. Those playing the game on the PS4 and Xbox Ones have reported major issues with resolution, frame rate, texture pop-in, and more. CD Projekt Red has apologized for not showing the base PS4 and Xbox One versions before launch and has promised more patches and has also offered refunds to those who wish for one. Quote, first of all, we would like to start apologizing to you for not showing the game on the base last-gen consoles before it premiered and in consequence not allowing you to make a more informed decision about your purchase. We should have paid more attention to making it play better on PS4 and Xbox One. The comment goes on to emphasize the bug fixes for these versions and more are are well underway. The company further clarified why the game has not or was not delayed, saying, quote, I wouldn't say we felt any external or internal pressure to launch on that date other than normal pressure, which is typical for any release. It's more about us looking, as we previously stated, at the PC and next-gen performance rather than the current gen. We definitely did not spend enough time looking at that. When asked about the certification process for the two consoles, the company stated uh, looking or in terms of certification process and third parties, this is definitely on our side. I can only assume that they trusted that we were going to fix upon release. And obviously that did not come together as we had planned. The company went on to comment about the idea of delaying the console version saying, quote, in pure theory, if we had decided that one day before launch, then yes, we might have released just the PC version. Next-gen consoles get completely different versions of the game, so it's not like we could have decided at any point recently to flip the switch. So to say and changes uh, and change the old-gen version to the next-gen version and release only the next-gen, uh, as you have noticed, there is no native next-gen release. The game runs on next gen and takes advantage of how good those next gen 
uh, platforms are performing, but it's not like we had a next-gen version in our hands and decided to keep on the shelf. Many video game websites have published separate console versions, uh, version reviews of the games. Uh, let's just say it ain't good. I have never seen a company in a span either. of 10 days go yeah. from maybe one of the most praised looked at to with light. You know, when I, I remember 2015 and everyone looking at what Witcher three was right. And yes, it wasn't perfect at launch, but like just looking at that and going, this is what we expect of game companies, right? Here's a, person like a publisher saying yes you can make a single player game and make it hours upon end and when you do the dlc you can make it expansive and by the way you can give them a ton of free dlc in the process and you can be profitable right um and continuously work on your game get even working better over time to then like up until maybe last sunday or so when i think the first rumor started to come in on this And then the next day finding out, oh, hey, they just let them see PC and they're not letting them show any of their own footage and all this other stuff. It was just from there on out, this cascade down the mountain. And I don't know if you can ever recover from that. Like, I don't think they'll ever be trusted or viewed the same way as they were before last Sunday. Can they get back to where they were or or like to a good place? Yeah, I guess they can because you think of people like hello games and no man's sky and the backlash they got right on their launch. And that eventually got fixed over time. And now people, it, as we just noted that just one best ongoing game, right? So it is possible, but you know, the statement they put out, I think it's tone death. I don't think it's good. They're talking about refunds, but they're only giving people to the 21st, which doesn't make a lot of sense given it's the holiday season. And I don't know. I, I just, I don't see any good outcome for this. Right. And I, I'll tell you this as someone who's playing this right now, if you have a PC that can run it, if you, especially if you have a 2060 or higher card, please do not play this game on console. Go play it on your PC. Yeah. You might not be able to do ray tracing. I'm not doing ray tracing right now. I can do it, but it runs 10 times better without it. Uh, so, you know, if you have this, the ability on PC and you really want to play this game, go or else just please wait because this is just a joke in my opinion. Well, I got to spin it though. They are, they are still showing they're a good company and they care. They're offering refunds. You don't see that a lot if ever in video games. Yeah. I so, mean, uh, I don't think they have a choice. They may <laughs> not have, they may not have, but again, maybe they did. Maybe they go F you. Sorry, we messed up. You're not getting your money back, but they yeah. didn't, you know, it, have you seen the videos of the PlayStation version? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the joke to me. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. And you're saying like, we should have paid more attention. I'm like, you literally knew, you knew where your game was at. You should have just delayed it. And the only logical thing I could think is that they have investors and they obviously probably have investors who are under pressure and wanting a return on their investment, given everything that's happened this year. I'm going to also swing again for them in the, in the good way, Chris. They're not blaming COVID-19. No, no. That seems to be a, yeah. a stance a lot of people want to take, and they're like they're just owning up to it. And while it might be a show right now, I I have never played a CD Projekt Red game ever. I'm going to play Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. And I think they still are a good company, and they will get the love from the community back. I really do believe that. They just got to learn. 
Maybe it's because I just came back from Disney and I got I'm full of magic and happiness. I don't know. <laughs> they, just, um, they have to learn. Just learn yeah. that next time to follow the Miyamoto advice, right? You know, delay it because a bad game is going to be perceived bad forever. That kind of thing. Exactly. <clears throat> well, it's kind of it's kind of a relief for me because it's like, well, there's a game I was gonna buy, mm-hmm. not gonna. Now, I mean. There's no reason. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's it's like, you know, some people say, well, it works if it works on PC, get it on PC. Well, what about I don't know, not rewarding a company for you know delivering a faulty product. Now, don't get me wrong. Chris yeah. got the game before we knew any of this. Correct. What happened? I mean, would he have still gotten the game? Who's to say? But I just, I don't know. I just feel I feel like they gotta they gotta show me something before I spend sixty bucks on a game on PC because if you're, if you're, this was always touted as a PS4, P, uh, Xbox one game. Yes. This was, I mean, there, there was no, there was no, there was no beating around the bush there. This was advertised as a last year. You're right. You're right. It was, <laughs> it was, it was that game that was going to be at the very end of the, of the console cycles, which always shows you the best it, of those. There's just no, <laughs> it, it, I, I don't, I, I, I'm having trouble defending them. And the, and the worst part is, you know, this game was getting a lot of a, a lot of heat from certain websites for different reasons. Sure. And now, and now because of what CD Projekt did, there's certain people in the industry just, you know, rubbing their hands together, happy as. Oh, Jason! Oh, yeah. Jason Schreier's vindicated. Oh, he yeah. just totally got vindicated because you said you weren't going to do crunch. Then you did crunch to get this out. You still put the game out when it wasn't really needing to come out because it's obvious it wasn't finished. And now, you know, the if the one idea is that you did this was so that you can get the sales and therefore it helps with your profit ma- margins, which helps with their profit sharing bonus. Well, guess what? Now for the next three months, guess what they're going to be doing? Crunching to get this version of these two versions of the game going. So that's just more, you know? So, yeah, they <laughs> anything their critics have said, you know, yeah, they're they're open season right now. Yeah. I look forward to the opportunity to give them the money when they deserve it because mm. I you know from from you know I think Chris can even hint at the fact that the game is pretty darn good. Yeah. From a from a content perspective, so I look forward to seeing where this story goes. I don't think that I don't think that the proverbial uh <laughs> nail in the coffin should be given to them just yet. Um, you know, I don't know this goes back to, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm kind of a hypocrite here because I did buy Unity and there were tons of problems people reported with that, but I was at least invested in the lore. I bought Anthem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and we, we've all, you know, it's just an unfortunate situation. I feel bad for the people who put their time and spent time away from their families to put out a product that they cared about. I just feel bad for the situation. I feel bad for the people who bought the console versions. I hope, you know, I will say uh, uh, CD Projekt Red clarified that they're not themselves giving mm-hmm. uh, refunds. Um, it's up to the platforms themselves, PS, uh, PlayStation and Xbox, yeah, with their policies. But they are encouraging uh, refunds to be given, but it's not their call. Yeah, and I think it's like they said, if you go to a box store and they won't do it, then get in contact with them. And I just, I don't think, like, my biggest, the one I worry about the most, right? I would imagine if you're younger, like, say you're a teenager or whatever who wanted to play this game 
and it's your Christmas present, you know, mom and dad aren't going to know this. And it is very likely they've already bought it and, you know, it's coming in, you know, it's just sitting in the case in, in the closet waiting to be put in some wrapping and and given to you on Christmas day. And if you're, I I think like the stat I heard is of those who own a PS4, only 20% of them are PS4 pros. So more than likely that kid is playing on a console that's going to run this thing like heart, you know, hot garbage. So, and there's no recourse for him. It's just going to be like, well, toss this to the side until I get a PS5, I guess, you know, cause what else are you going to do? True. Yeah. Well, what a lot of people have done boys is they have stayed away from cyberpunk and all that, all that mess. And they've just bought Nintendo switches. Yeah. As yeah. a matter of fact, Nintendo switch was the best selling console for November. Uh, with 1.35 million units sold. The console has been difficult to find of late. I actually saw one in my game case at my local Walmart. According to Nintendo, uh, we continue to see unprecedented demand for Nintendo Switch, and we are pleased that people of all ages and gaming skills will be experiencing Nintendo Switch this holiday and beyond. Uh, The Switch is now the best-selling console for not 21, 22, 23 months straight, but 24 straight months. That is insane. Yeah, why does PlayStation yeah. and Xbox even bother? Yeah, it's it's you know you never know, you you never know they got to make their money. Uh, yeah, I, and, found, I found my Switch pretty easily. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> you bought it from a, a third party, uh, sir. Found one. I didn't realize a garage was a store now, but exactly. Apparently, Mike it's always weird when like business. you show up on somebody else's Discord camera too. Just want to let you know. <laughs> Is weird, but boys and girls, we have arrived to uh, a mini bit of this show, and that is finally this week time. We are at finally this week time. Chris has the effect on, and here we go. Finally this week, ladies and gentlemen, we have the MPD sales for November, and while we told yeah. you, we told you that the Switch is still a huge success. That does not take away from PlayStation 5, which was November 2020's best-selling hardware platform in consumer spending. It'd be expensive, yo. And it had the highest launch month, unit, and dollar sales for a video game hardware platform in U.S. history. That's a lot. The previous record was held by PlayStation 4 in November of 2013, and it's important to note the Xbox Series X consoles have completely sold through supply as well. So... Don't want to diminish that. Call of Duty was November's best-selling game and has already become the best-selling game of 2020, beating out Red Dead Redemption 2, winning the bet for John, finally. Here are the top 10. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Uh, Number two, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Valhalla! Valhalla! Number three, Shat Wrath. Oh, wait. Wait, Number three, Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Number four, uh, Madden, NFL 21. Number five, NBA 2K21. Number six, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. Number seven, Watch Dogs Legion. Number eight, Animal Crossing New Horizon. Number nine, FIFA 21. And finally, at number 10, Demon Souls. Does that just confirm that everyone that got PS5 besides Sean and John got Demon Souls? Because I mean, yeah, like or like they just, they're playing the crap out of uh, Astrobot. I I would be willing to bet that Miles Morales, the majority of the sales are on PS4, like myself, right? Versus John on PS5, just because 
you could play that game there, right? Like, but Demon Souls is only on PS5. Well, I um, well, yeah. I mean, that's an impressive thing when you think about it. Like the given, like when you read that list of titles there and that's how many consoles said. are. I'm, I'm planning to get it, but I just wasn't ready to spend mm-hmm. seventy dollars on a game. <laughs> but insan- uh, it's insanity. Nice to see Valhalla going up there and doing well, right? Mm-hmm. I like that. This one's. Uh, I hear this one's the best selling of all time. Hmm. Or at least fastest selling of all time. Yeah, usually what? They usually go for October because when they do come out, they're the top selling game of October because, you know, outside of that one year where that impressive game called Red Dead Redemption 2 came out, um, you know. That came call, out this year, Cold War beat it. No. No, John. <laughs> no. Is Josh still here? Yeah. Yes, He's just chilling, sending memes and whatnot. That's, That's what, what he, he does. That's what he does. <laughs> what he do but yeah i'm but, not, uh, not going to overstep on your show boys that's what you're that's what we want you to do this is when you say hey are we done can we wrap this up and you'll you'll get an answer <laughs> do it i dare you just say it are we done are we ready to wrap this up i never ever wrap it up yeah just to be safe nah. that's their tack lines Electronic mail from the future. All the way from the year 3000. Yes, if you want to be cool like these emails we have this week, and yes, we do have emails, uh, the first thing you got to do is know our email address, and that's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. And I will go ahead and read uh, this email right here from this fine person (laughs) if my computer will load. Uh, So if you want to be cool like HN Patton, He's going to go just by H. We'll start there. Hello. Hey. Uh, I've been meaning to send an email for some time now, but just haven't taken the time to sit down and type one out. My name is H. Yes. Legally, my first name is H. Nice. I recently, a couple months now, found uh, your podcast and have been an avid weekly listener. That's what's up. Mm. My friend Matt introduced me to your to uh, to you guys. What and up, we Matt? talk about your podcast. What's up, Matt? Appreciate that. We talk about your podcast at least a couple times a week while at work. Uh, we really enjoy your knowledge and honesty, your opinions of the games you all play. Uh, uh-oh. Oh, oh, no. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have gotten Cyberpunk. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, no. The, la- the last campaign I played through entirely was Red Dead Redemption 2. You should go back truly to that. Not a, you should go, yeah, go back to that one. Unless I'm you truly have a not a single-player game-type person overly competitive in Rocket League, right? Uh, But from the first hour and a half of this game, I can tell it's a world that I'll get lost in. I have high hopes for this game and its ability to keep me interested. My only concern is that I won't have the absolute freedom of roaming somewhat Hmm. like uh, GTA Open World. I guess my biggest question is, do you uh, think this game will live up to the hype it's built? Oh, Hmm. no. I'm sorry if this is somewhat redundant because I can't imagine that you won't be covering cyberpunk on this week's podcast. That's funny. Well, it's funny, but Chris 
it's going to be the one playing it. It's a huge game. Huge. Huge. Yes. Um, uh, I can't thank you guys enough for providing an entertainment podcast, entertaining podcast each week. Game on, everybody. Game on, H. Game, game on. on. Chris? Game um, on H. Can, we, can we get a game on, H? I'm I not said, done. Yeah, I just Chris, said can game say, on. Can you say game on? Did you already say it? Yeah, I said it. Okay. A huge supporter. Huge. huge. H. He says, peace out, your mom's box. <laughs> and thug life. Yeah. So. I read H or H's email. Chris, you want to read? Uh, oh, yeah, you should read that one. He should. Say, Matthew, though he did ask us questions, didn't he? I, I, no. I think it. I think it lived up oh. to. Him. Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna base everything off of what Chris says, and he. I will say he's played thousands of hours so far, and he hadn't even started the campaign, so that's good, right? You definitely <laughs> to to alleviate his one concern, which if he's playing on a PS4 or an Xbox One, uh, shouldn't be the concern he has. Um rest assured you will have the absolute freedom of roaming a somewhat like GTA open world. That is a very good description of that. So there, as far as cool. impressions, you'll hear them eventually. <laughs> yeah. Very um, soon. ish. So am I doing the next one? Yeah, you can do a Matthew. All right. Hey boys says Matt. What up Matt? Thank you. Uh, Chris is just like my wife. And he's guilt-tripping me <laughs> into doing his bidding. So I'll write you an email, dear. Certainly want you, wouldn't want you to, guys to feel unloved. Did you make him feel bad last week, Chris? I make them feel bad any chance I can when that email <laughs> inbox is empty. And if it's empty again next week, even though it's just the music episode, they're still going to hear about it. I'll, I'll put it on the freaking podcast. I don't care. Mother- <laughs> uh, but first, an update about my latest gaming played Miles Morales on the base PS4 and I enjoyed it. More of the original game essentially, but with better combat. Traversal is the best. When they built that system, they truly nailed it. I luckily got an Xbox Series X, stupidest name ever. No, me and Phil disagree. Uh, at launch, but it took two weeks for Walmart to ship it, which is totally ridiculous in my opinion. As a business owner, I would be ashamed if I offered that poor quality of service, but they seem not to care. I've started. Uh, my name's Sam Walton. I care. Uh, I like money, and I like money. Right. Sam right. Walton passed away. I know. That's why I just did his voice about money. Josh, it was a joke. He also oh. has done Colonel hey, Sanders. Hey, get this text I'm about to send you, Chris, to never invite Josh on the show again. Ban hammer. Uh, I've started and finished Sekiro, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Even though I'm usually lukewarm on the Souls type of games. Uh, I think it was the grapple hook and the seemingly faster pace. The bosses were hard, but once you got the rhythm down, it felt amazing to own that. Can I email this guy about um, a troll? Ogre? A troll? <laughs> yeah. Just started Control, which I bought like one week before it popped on Games Pass. That sucks. Uh, I think I'm going to enjoy it, but didn't expect it to be this weird. It really is. I didn't uh, really know much about it going in. That's Finally. I wanted to vent out a beef I've had against the next-gen console launch. I wasted a few hours trying to grab a PS5, and I think this whole thing is idiotic, backwards, insulting, disrespectful, and a complete boondoggle. Uh, My friends and I discuss this frequently because we are just frustrated at the incompetence being shown here by mega corporations as well as smaller, large corporations. One, why no CAPTCHA? Why wouldn't Sony two? Why wouldn't Sony or Microsoft just take deposits to join a list to get a PS5 as they become available? 
I'm guessing he also meant Xbox. Uh, three, Wire stock releases announced haphazardly and sometimes just an hour or two before they become live. Four, if no one wants to create a wait list, then maybe they should create a lottery system that you can sign up to get a chance to purchase. Five, I've signed up for each retailer email list to get updates, but all they send me is damn flyers and they've never emailed me to say when the consoles were sold. I've had to scour Twitter and search new uh, news articles. Two things I don't normally Two things. Do. Two things. Sorry, yeah. Uh, honestly, at this point, I'll probably buy one six months in because I don't want to play this wild goose uh, goose chase no more. I prefer Xbox anyhow, but Sony has some good exclusives, and apparently they finally fixed the stupid online store. It's like I need to keep begging Sony to take my money, but they just take the wad of cash and slap me in the face with it. No soup for you. Yeah, slapping money slaps in the face is fun. Uh, they're looking yeah. forward to Strippers. our. He's looking forward to our cyberpunk review. Then I'll probably buy it. I imagine, unless it's broken. Oh, <laughs> and I need to wait for patches. I'll probably we be playing it patch. on Xbox. Uh, I, I do hear Matt. Um, that cyberpunk on Xbox Series X performs. I think of all of them, uh, the most effective because like the PS5, even though maybe there's a little bit better frame rate because there's a little bit lower graphics resolution. It sounds like. Um, the trade-off is that there's like some kind of game-breaking buzz that, bug that causes crashes like every couple of hours where you have to restart and doesn't sound like Xbox has that issue right now. So something to keep in mind there. As far as CAPTCHA, I, I agree with you. I, I wish they would do this or at least as you said in your other idea, um, EVGA did this where after 3080s all sold out, they basically said sign up and they've just been going down a list. And that's how they release their new stock is they email you. You have like eight hours to buy it. Otherwise, you lose your chance, right? But I think for CAPTCHA, it's just one of those things where if you're Newegg, if you're Amazon, whoever, Best Buy, you know, you the price of that is too much for you to integrate into for the fact that this happens to you maybe once every three or four years. That's the problem. That's why they haven't done it. I don't know what he's complaining about. Sean and I got a PS5, no problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard the news. We just heard gonna... it was on sale. We were like, okay, maybe I'll get it. You went and to I... the flea market, Sean, and <laughs> bribed someone. I was at in knife the most parking lot <laughs> after I'd eaten a burrito. I, I heard the that. noise, so I came out. <laughs> that was a little bit of Dane Cook mixed, mixed in with the reality. It was great. Uh, John, do you feel like reading an email? For, did I, I didn't miss anything before I move on. I'm, no, I'm terrible about good. that, right? Uh, would you like to read Levi's email? Yes, please. Okay. Hello. This Hello. Is Levi. This is Levi from Kansas. What is that Discord link? <laughs> Always enjoy the show. Keep up the great work. The Tinley Peace Out was the cutest ever. <sighs> um. Also, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Also, Nickelback, someone once told me, <laughs> saying horribly needs to be a thing. I'm forgetting the other Nickelback phrase you guys say. Um, uh, I don't think we say another Nickelback phrase. We do say uh, uh-huh. a, a, a been yeah. a while, which is a stained. That's stained. The group yeah. stained. Yeah. We could start I'll figure out a Nickelback the, uh, thing to say. It'll be great. Do, do we do we ever do we ever do look at me? Do we no, do it's gotta be like it's gotta be like rock. Photograph. Have we ever done that? No. 
Um, and then uh, what's the one from Spider-Man? <laughs> oh, I did that. That's what I did. Remember the lead up for freaking Spider-Man? I would do the, they say a hero can save us. But that was like ages ago. That was ages ago, yeah. Yeah. She like hates me. <laughs> Not Nickelback, but it's fine. Um, John, did you finish the email? He did. Also, Levi, I re, I I emailed you back with a, a link. By the way, yeah, the link. So has check been your email. Sent. And I've you and Colin because Colin, we're not we weren't hitting a twenty four hour stride in response. So uh, the link that I sent to both of you should be good lifetime. And if it's not, then I'm going to punch a wall because Discord has lied to me, and I don't know how to get you guys into Discord. <laughs> yeah, that's that's no bueno. Yeah. Where did you get that burger from, John? The house or like the store? <laughs> he just keeps them in his in his uh That came drawer. out of nowhere and I haven't seen this. Yeah, I was oh, about to say Ch- looks like a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Chick-fil-A, that's what's up. Uh next email is from uh Kenneth S. Uh the 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 heading is been a while, like in cap, so it's definitely Benawire. And Bolton. What up, WGC crew? What's up? What up? John says what's up as he chews Chick-fil-A. Uh, so let's rerun the clock to simpler times, late 2017, early 2018. Uh, during that time, my PlayStation and Xbox sat collecting dust because, you know, life happens. My wife came to me and asked if I Your was wife. gaming. Your wife. I haven't brought any games or turned on uh, it, on my consoles other than my oldest child wanting um, to live out her inner psycho in, or their yeah, her inner psycho in GTA. That's, That's funny. funny. So here I sit. So here I started to wonder if I was getting too old for gaming and that it was time to let it go, Q and Elsa. Mm. Then God of War happened. For me, this was the greatest gaming experience I've had in a while. Nice. It was perfection. And after I after I've beaten and let everything soak in, I sat there and said to myself, if I was to retire as a gamer, this would be the game to end it on. It hit all the notes, great gameplay, great story. Epic boss fights. Then, fast forward a few months later, Spider-Man. I don't even need to go into that one. Hmm. To uh, to what would you to guys... Or let me read this. To what would have been your retirement game? Mm. And what would have brought you back? That's a great question, actually. Keep up the great work. Everyone's mom's box. <laughs> Kenneth S., he has a, a PS. Well, Squirrel moment, if you will. Who would y'all pick to win an all-out brawl between Ivor or Cassandra uh, slash Alexios? Ooh. Well, he if says, it's Alexios, Cassandra. Though I think Ivor would give her a challenge. I would also Avor, think that Ivor not, would. Is it, I say Ivor. How's yeah, it spelled? Avor. Is it spelled with E? E I V O R. I wonder if he means Ivor. Ivor from from Valhalla, or does he just mean Avor? Okay, yeah, John's thinking he means Avor. Okay. Uh, Avor. Between those two, if it's Alexios, Avor is definitely winning because... That's funny. I hate Alexios. Um, Cassandra and him? I don't know. I mean, does she have the staff? That would be important to know. <laughs> I think... The, I, I think, I think you're going too deep yeah. in it. That's what you said. Um... Uh, Cassandra is a uh, and Alexios by proxy are demigods. That's not canon. That Alexios is a demigod. Well, the demigod yeah, part yeah. is canon. 
John doesn't like to be corrected as he eats Chick-fil-A. Chris, and you're going to learn that the hard way if you keep this up. Oh, he's going to learn. He's going to learn. <laughs> uh, uh, my I retirement could, game, I if you will. I can't retort I got, John because it would spoil things. I really do think that God of <laughs> okay, War is good. that one yeah. game. God of War is that one game that if you play it and that's your last game, you feel you feel like I can walk out on that one. Yeah, I don't think he's wrong about that. Um, yeah. For the record, I walked out on Final Fantasy VII. My return was uh, Last of Us Part Two. It was a short retirement, apparently. Because oh, Sean really, got right. Really funny. <laughs> uh, my comeback game would have been Last of Us 2 because I would not have been able to um, not let that tickle my fancy. I would have known that that was out there in the world and I wasn't playing it and it would have... I, I felt like I would have had some good years left. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Kenneth, for giving that email, though. We, we love hearing from you, man. Appreciate it very much. Yeah, thank you, buddy. And finally this week, we got an email from Corey, and Chris is going to read this one for us, right? Yes, A.K. Draven here. Uh, figured yes. I'd send in an email to show my appreciation. As crappy as this year has been, it's got worse for me recently. I got a call last Monday that my sister had passed, so last week I was pretty much on autopilot as I was dealing with that. I went back to work this week, and as rough as it's been to try and stay focused, I decided to go back and listen to some of my past episodes of my favorite gaming podcast podcast listening to those has helped me greatly these last few days and keeping a uh keeping my mind busy i truly from the bottom of my heart love you guys uh your podcast as the banter back and forth between you hosts keeps me thoroughly entertained i'm glad chris came back as the ghost and hopes he decides to stay on as a ghost uh you guys have seriously helped me through this week and i thank the f out of you guys for that keep on gaming guys Corey, a.k.a. Draven. Thank you, Corey. I am deeply yeah. sorry for your loss. Yes. Um, Draven, sorry for your loss. I'm definitely I'm definitely sorry for your loss. And my friend John said this one time. He says, uh, you know, when someone passes away and, and people say this term, you know, like I lost my, it's like someone's dad dies. You say, I lost my dad too. I know how you feel. And it's just absolutely not true. I say that yeah. because at a young age, I lost my sister. Um, and that's my sister. You lost your sister and we're never, ever going to understand what that feels like. Um, it's an honor to be here for you, to help you through it. Um, thoughts and prayers for you forever. Um, day by day, hopefully it gets a little easier for you. Um, and that's, that's, I want to leave it right there for you, man. We love you too. We appreciate you. Yes, You're involved love. in our discord community. And you're uh, you're definitely important a definite important piece of our uh, WGC community. So thank you for that. And you boys that have listened, you boys and girls who just listened to this, you know that uh, that it's okay to send uh, Draven some love, Draven. So feel free to send him some love, you guys. Hey, I'm glad I came back too, Draven. I miss you. <laughs> I you know I go I go back and forth on it to be honest with you. I you know just depending on the day or whatever. I'm kidding. I love you to death, buddy. Um, we're, we're going to leave emails there. We appreciate your emails uh, so much. It makes Chris happy. Mm-hmm. He can sleep at night when that happens. So once again, if you want to be cool, <sighs> weeklygameschat at gmail.com. If Twitter's your thing, you can reach us at weeklygameschat. Uh, my name uh, is Mud. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris. Oh, oh, uh, for those who are going to email, if you are playing Cyberpunk, why don't you go ahead and try to get those emails in by December 28th, and we'll be <laughs> sure to hit them up. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. I want to. I want to hear what your experience is going through. That's a great thing. Remember, Chris needs you to get in touch with him, and we need you to get in touch with us for 
for songs for the music spectacular. Yeah. And, and probably the next thing we talk about as a podcast is going to be cyberpunk. So get, get those emails in too. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is mud hit us up on Twitter. He said, Hey, weekly game chat, just catching up on the Thanksgiving episode. I'm the Mississippi state fan. Y'all were thinking of hashtag ah. state. What's up? Uh, good to hear from you. I don't know where you've been or why you needed to check in on, you know, the Thanksgiving episode. Do we, but, hey. do we have any Florida Gator fans? Where are they at today? We, we don't want to talk about that uh, because apparently we got to play them this week. They'll take it a a weird, you know, thing. Max uh, they they lost whatever it is, what it is. Uh, I tweeted or I, I tweeted an IGN tweet that said that Sony had put out a PS5 patch. That was going to improve system performance and updated the new DualSense controller. And what I said in that tweet, boys, was that we all like a good patch. Yeah. yeah that, was my, that was my inner John. Um, Andy, Acid Sugar, of course, um, said that we're his favorite gamers. This was after you guys posted uh, episode 285 last week out on the Twitterverse. Hmm. Um, <laughs> at Core Chris 2017 wanted us to play Demon Souls. It's a better game than apparently Miles Morales. I'm really glad I, probably, I created that account, Core Chris. So that's so Sean so will, funny. And John, uh, David McClinton said this is exciting to us, but so far away. And what that was was Retro Studios' uh, tweet that said we are looking for a boss slash AI designer to join us on our journey to develop Metroid Prime Four. Hashtag Game Jobs, Game Dev, Game Dev Jobs. <laughs> so, uh. I said something to the effect of John's dream job. <laughs> Just saying. Also, um, later today, or possibly now since it's, yeah, by the time you hear this, if you have a Nintendo Switch, Jeff Keeley tweeted that Among Us was coming to Switch. Nice. That's that's fun. And that game, if you remember. Emergency won, meeting. <laughs> that game won, uh, it won multiplayer game of the year. Didn't they just... Uh, reveal wasn't that another thing in the game awards in there like josh you know this better than us like the new map i guess or something for that i knew they were they had been coming out i didn't watch the awards though hmm. um but they're supposed to have a new map which is it's like okay cool but with the amount of money that game's probably making at the moment, <laughs> it's like uh, yeah, a little faster guys maybe a couple maps maybe you know more cosmetic things who knows well, it looked like when they accepted their awards, they were like three people. So if that's as big as the studio is, then maybe that explains it. They should probably hire some more people. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, to wrap up Twitter, like like we always do, I can see if we have any new followers. We do. So we're going to follow you back real quick. At Ro- Robini 2K, Robini 2K, what's up? Um, you are an 80s kid, music lover, and tech enthusiast. Hey. That's like us. Um at uh let's see zero one r geeky gamer dad what's up um at lazy ninja cat (laughs) thank you for the follow following you back and you're an indie game and web developer that's what's up Hmm. Uh, and finally we have uh at hn patent three who is being the best they can be that's what's up that's That's all all we can ask for right so uh once again if you want to reach us out on twitter we are at weekly games chat i don't have really anything to talk about on discord other than the fact that if you want to be a part of the most amazing discord community in the universe uh all you gotta do is reach out to us and just like chris did to levi this week 
you're going to get you an invite to that discord and you're going to have the time of your life is what's going to happen uh, right right time of my life i tell you this this has been an outstanding episode 286 uh i want to thank josh uh for joining us for his third i believe appearance i appreciate you very much for that sir thanks for inviting me i love being here i was was very proud you got up very proud of you (laughs) don't tell my business (laughs) that's so funny so if we want boys if we're good buttoning it up and leaving it here i'm cool with it Mm -hmm. unless you guys want to add anything no Uh, give me happy holidays to everyone because oh yeah happy holidays you may not hear us till after christmas yeah John's waving his hand. It's fine. He's ready to. You already ate, John. I don't know why you'd want to leave, but whatever. <laughs> That's what he Happy does. Hanukkah. He's going to ditch. <laughs> yeah, currently Hanukkah is going on. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got Christmas coming up, and then, of course, Kwanzaa. So the holidays are in full effect. Happy holidays to everybody. Merry Christmas, all that good stuff. Uh, and so I'll leave it there. I'll simply say game on to uh, John, Chris, and Josh. Uh, game, game on, everybody. Maybe we should just say that. Game on, everybody. And we all say game on, everybody. Game on, John. Game on, Josh. Game on, John. Game on, Chris. Josh, you got to be ready because what I'm about to do is the thing I I say last. So it's like my tagline. Yeah, I watch every week. Yeah, Chris is going to say one. (laughs) We have a video stream? AF. John's going to say a thing and then it's going to come to you and the show ends. So you got to be ready. You ready for this? Yeah, go ahead. All right, here we go. Peace out, everybody. Your mom's box. Thug life. Yeah. Good times, everybody. (laughs) 